This is going to be distracting because around his nipples are erect. And it's a very thin shirt. <laughs> Hey there, welcome to Motorcycles and Misfits, here in the Recycle Garage, in sunny Santa Cruz, California. I was so ready to be That's called, a, that's called a, a rolling start. Splendid. That's a rolling start. Let's just start mid-sentence. Simply I thought it was Liza ran out of patience. So. Is, that a, yeah, <laughs> is that an industry well, that's term? That, she gave that us. has happened. That has happened. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I will say that is a beautiful shirt you're wearing tonight. We'll get to that later. Thank you very much, Suzuki. Let's. Hey, we got it. We've got. Hey, a, trade? We've got a full full room here today. Yeah. So let's get to who is here. Hey everyone, this is Liza. Well, it's not far down to paradise. At least it's not for me. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thank you, Christopher Cross. Is You're that welcome. the book of John 6.35 or something? I don't know. What is that? What it's is the book that? Of, also uh, in the room. It's the book of Chris, darling. <laughs> Everyone's favorite exotic. It's Knock. You racist bitch. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? What's up, dickheads? Uh, running the board tonight. It's Bagel. And it is Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. What I say? Fantastic. <laughs> Naughty boy. Your mustache grew when you I had to get that, that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, it was, like, it was like a sea of testosterone. <laughs> I save it up for special Emma's occasions. Excited right Frogs now. are changing sexes and shit as he's walking by. <laughs> <laughs> so much, he's exuding it. On the classy girl couch tonight. Bejeweled in pearls. It's Miss Emma. Well, I'll tell you what I want. What I really, really, <laughs> really want. I'll tell you what I want. What I really, really, really want. I wanna. I wanna. I wanna. I wanna. You wanna. <laughs> and right now, darling. <laughs> still, still all about scary spice myself. <laughs> yeah, you know, well, of course you would be. Yeah. No, of course you would be, Knock. All right, and uh, coming up next on the Classic Girl Couch, it's Z Traveler. I would just like to say how enjoyable it was to have Emma wank me today. Emma is my well, wanker, then. and I'm the wanky. No, you yes. were the you were the wanky, darling. Yeah, yes. You were on the receiving kind of end, and it was um, it was cataloged in photographs. Yes, it was quite the uh, educational education. Mm-hmm. Are you going to post that on in the uh, your minimalist? I should. Yeah, I think. You should. I think. I think more winking. You are needs to no. Happen. You're no stranger to controversy, Z. <laughs> MMV seems to love it. Yeah, well, there you go. Also on the classy girl <laughs> couch tonight for the first time, it's Kendra. Hey guys. Hey, how are you? She's like, Let's is that get your me radio voice? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it sounds better than the one that I normally have, so we're doing good. I think you're doing you know, just fine. She was yeah, the one that fine. picked my nuts up off the road earlier today. Heyo. What was it? <laughs> I heard that voice. <laughs> is there a story behind this? There is a story behind that. Yeah, right oh off the my. asphalt. All right. All right. And in a on, good way. On the train side of the room in a very <laughs> sheer <laughs> see-through shirt. Really? Let's see if I can do this. Arande? Mm. Oh, yeah. stop touching so your nipple. Racist, stop touching your nipple. <laughs> um, he's actually, he's very, you want to be he's very lover, handsome. Oh, there you go. I have to get with my friends. Hey. Wow. Deep cuts here. Arande. Just do whatever makes her uncomfortable. Uh-huh. Whatever yeah. makes me uncomfortable? No, her. You, oh. you know I can Liza. reach you, right? It's you know right. I can reach you. It's okay. We're like that. We're okay. cool. We're all good. Right. Like I just did okay. reach you. Put your guard up, homie. <laughs> yeah. 
coming up next, it's Harrison. Harrison hey, Dean. fuck you, Knock. Oh! Hey! <laughs> My pants are still dry. What's going on? <laughs> Oh my! He stepped up. Uh, thank you. Right on, Harrison. All right. All right. And in his usual spot, it's Naked Jim. Hey, Emma. Darling. I went to a ghost town this weekend. Whoop, whoop. And I took a road called Pinoche Road. Mm. Oh, yeah. It's such ghost town. Good word. Yes. Do you know what Pinoche means in Espanol? No. Tell me. You showed us your Pinoche earlier at the garage today. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Although it was slim, slightly veiled, you remember, to our new guests. Oh, is that right? Yeah, so Pinoche actually means sugar. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh. oh. It's like brown sugar, is that right? Like, hmm. Well, if you were with me and Emma earlier today, you would know exactly. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so what, did you go down to New Idria? Well, yeah. hey, can we uh, just maybe... Oh, we'll talk about it later, There's darling. still more people to introduce. Okay. I said it was okay. Come on. He brought it up. Wake up. <laughs> Coming up next, it's Nathan. Hey, yeah. That's all I got. That's all hey, you got. That's all you need, darling. There got. we go. That was like a 30-minute intro. I tried. All right, well, good night. Thanks Thank for you, listening. Cool, cool. <laughs> Actually, and it's a perfect time. I just want to get this out up front. Do and it. I want to give a big thanks to our sponsor, Law Tigers. There it is. <laughs> there great. They are great, man. They, they are. They're they, actually really great. They're so great, in fact, that you know they're they're paying to advertise on our show. But they say, but we want you to talk about people that we like in the motorcycle industry. So this week, uh, we're going to give a shout out to W Motorcycle Rentals in San Francisco. Oh, For a yeah. lot of people coming out here, yeah, you got Twisted Road, you got a rider's chair, you got a lot of different options, but you also have Don't W Motorcycle Rentals. Shout out to Gwen who works at W. She's a great lady. Exactly. They are motorcycles owned since 1991, and it's a first-class motorcycle rental shop conveniently located in San Francisco, California. Founder Wolfgang Taft and his dedicated team provide personal, friendly service, offer rich insights into the best roads to ride, and strive to ensure your return home with only the best of motorcycling memories. They've got a really awesome fleet of bikes, and this is something I like about them, too, is that, you know, if you want a Harley, they got it. You want a BMW? They got it. They got Yamaha FC07, a lot of different BMWs, Holy Ducatis, uh, Triumphs. They've they got them all. Their line. They've even got um, Kawasaki uh, um, Versus and Bagel. Yes. They've even got a <gasps> scooter for it. No way. Yeah. No, they don't. Psych. Wow. Yeah, no, they do. So they got a little bit of everything. That's you can awesome. get a Honda Shadow, and those are very affordable bikes. Uh, they got a genuine Buddy 150. Oh, that's very fine. Nice. Perfect. So let's, that's perfect bikes. for San Francisco. Mm-hmm. So let's yep. say yeah. a friend of ours goes up to San Francisco. Do they have prices on there? What, what's their Shadow yeah. going to cost for a day? Oh, the Shadow is actually a deal. You're looking at... Uh, this one is $99 a day. I think I saw that the verses. It might even be like wow. less than that. Cool. Um, so you, go to, you can go to W.com, and here's a trick. It's not spelled like you think. It's <laughs> D-U-B-B-E-L-J-U.com. Double jewel. Double jewel. W is Are they Russian? Double well, the owner's name is Wolfgang, so uh, you want to take a Deutsche. guess? Yeah, okay. This so, is German. Wait. It's pronounced the correct way. W? W. W, yeah. Okay. So, hence, hence the plethora of BMWs, I'm no doubt. I'm so, sure. Das is good. Thank you, Law Tigers, for the shout-out. <laughs> They're great. So, yeah. 
What did we do in the garage today? Oh, lots and lots. Okay. I got a plaintive text from you. When yeah. are you going to be here? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, it's going as quick problems. as Let me tell you something. Yes. No, let me tell you something. You know, I got out there early this morning because I needed to get the uh, brake pads changed right. on my KTM. We're taking a trip in two weekends, we and I need indeed. to get it ready. The brakeling so, pads. So we open at 11, no problem. I'm, I'll get out there at 10. I can get it done before anyone gets here. Mm-hmm. Now, these two mm-hmm. knuckleheads showed up. Early, actually, the you called me. I'm I'm doing chores at the house, and you call me and say, "Get down here now." Oh no, that was that oh, was different knuckleheads. No, no, these two knuckleheads, oh, the Hoffmeyer brothers, they show up all like that look on their face, like, "Ooh, is this it? Is this it? <laughs> it is. Is, is this disappointing? Is this man. quickly turned to disappointment? And it's just me sitting there in a the parking lot trying to <laughs> so do my brakes. And I'm like, "Hey guys, nice to meet you. Come on in. We're not really open yet. I'm trying to get my shit done. Um, welcome to the garage." Oh, uh, why do you take my verses? Go for a ride. Piss off for a couple hours. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Here's some helmets. Go to town. Bye bye. So I yeah, I sent them off into the hills. Uh, nice, not, dude. not to butt. They're they're real men. They can do that. Yeah. 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 Riding yeah. mandem. Oh yeah. <laughs> they got so the beards. How how was the versus and riding in the Santa Cruz Mountains? It was glorious. Yeah. Good roads. Oh yeah, great roads. Right on. Where'd you guys go? Just uh, uh, Highway 9, the whole... Just around. Yeah. That's what I call it, too. Did did you do what I said? Go up. So I sent him up Highway 1, so make a ride on Bonnie Doom. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's right. Keep going across the mountains until you want to come home, and then you'll just finally hit a road that brings you right back here. Either you're going to hit Empire Grade, you're going to hit 9, you're going to hit 17, you're going to hit... old. Like Eventually, when you want to go home... It'll bring you back. Yep. And you guys did. You went off and rode for a couple hours. Thank you. And I was like, ah, yes, I'm getting rid of them. I can finish the job. <laughs> and then another guy shows up. Rob shows up on a big BMW GS. And I'm like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> but he had some really great information for Like, I wanted to, like, talk. And so that's when I called Jim. I'm like, you got to get down here. <laughs> That You're was trying a, to get this job done. Yeah, yeah. Come talk to him. But it was awesome I don't want to like talk to him. Blow was... anyone off, but I just need to get the stuff done. Yeah. So he hung out for a while, and uh, then people started showing up, and and uh, Harrison and Nathan came back, and Harrison I'm, showed up. I haven't seen that. No, right here. Oh, this, this Harrison. One. Oh, okay. So, uh, <laughs> so yes, sorry, I, sorry, I blew you off, but I'm like, eh, not such such a bad consolation prize, yeah. Well, yeah, no, not bad at all. <laughs> Sweet. Nice. And did you, have you ridden the Versys before? No, I never have. Because you ride a, um, oh, you ride a big bike. I ride a Buell, yeah. Yeah. XB12S. Cool. So, nice. A lot less character than the Buell, huh? Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> for, you know, riding my first time on real curvy roads, you know, yeah. I'm from Indiana, so yeah. they don't know what a curve is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's probably good to have a bike that's not necessarily the most characterful thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Did you guys come in on bikes or? No, unfortunately, okay. I haven't been able to talk this one into buying a bike yet. So we flew oh, in. I see. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So uh, Nathan, you said you got your license. Yep, I got my license. Haven't got a bike. Apparently, I'm oh, a right bitch. On. That's what I heard. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I may have called, you, I may have called I mean, you that a couple yeah, times. First introduction. Yes. First introduction, but uh, yeah, that's when I knew we'd get along. So that's cool. <laughs> so, what kind of bike are you looking to get? Um. I haven't thought about it uh, lately, so save my money for now. Because we can make recommendations. That's what we're yeah. good at. What's uh, your What's your budget? 
Um, well, probably five thousand to oh, oh, yeah. like that. Dude, so. you're scoring. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're so I think I got. So, are you looking? Get a chopper. Are you looking for some cruiser, sporty, touring, um, dirt? Yeah, something. I don't have a lot of dirt near me. It's it's uh, Midwest too. I live outside oh, of Chicago, so right. it's pretty much flat roads. Mm. Not so interested in a cruiser type though. So. Why not? Actually, the cruisers are perfect for that kind of roads. Yeah, it's not really my style, but. Okay, so what's your style? It's your um, standard. Yeah. Yeah, standard. Yeah, standard. Absolutely. Standard's where it's at. Good you lines. know, I Good was going to say, you could Zero do a lot nice. worse than what Kendra's riding. Yeah. Great looking yeah, bike, five right. grand all the way. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm trying to think what 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 bigger bikes can you get for five grand that are good in a straight line? Like sure. that's not a cruiser, well, but like that Triumph is beautiful. Oh, it's oh, great oh, looking yeah, bike. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Stretch, Busa, stretch. Yeah. Hold on. I got some ideas. It's not often that we get to make these kind of recommendations. <laughs> stretch boost. Middle of the world. Straight. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know where I'm going? Go on. Go there. Yamaha Warrior or VMAX? VMAX. Oh, VMAX. Go. That's an older VMAX. That is the one. Standard. Mm. That's a standard setup, right? Well, what is it's a VMAX? You, you define what a VMAX is. Oh, uh, it's a power. It's a power power cruiser. cruiser. So but it yeah. doesn't have a, doesn't have forward controls though, right? No, it's, got, it's, it's, a, it's a standard power it's standard. It's a sta- it's a, it's a muscle bike. It, there you go. Yeah. So so and so is a Yamaha Warrior. It's cruiser based, but it's like a muscle car of cruisers. There, there is something though about the power of these bikes. Mm. You, you don't, they're not going to like stop or turn really good, but they make you feel like a badass. You got a Bandit twelve hundred. Yeah. Okay. There but hold go. on, y'all. You, we <laughs> are going a little crazy because he's a yeah, new rider. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. And that's why I was thinking. Like one of the power cruisers, Vmax maybe not good for. Well, maybe the star. Well, not the Starline because it's still the cruiser. Well, the Warrior. Yeah. I tell you, um, SV650 naked. I, t- I tell you yeah. what I rode the other day that I you was get to pick what you want to do right. with that. So yeah, it's a good base for everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and put shit on it. That's that's true. Um, I tell you what I rode the other day that I was very very impressed with was the Suzuki Suzuki <laughs> M50. Uh-huh, yeah. Fuel injected. It's a V twin. It's kind of. It's also like the Warrior, like a power cruiser. It's right? a power cruiser, yeah. but I tell you what, the handling was superb. Okay, do you power not have deli- your phone? Google these. What so you can tell a, us if you like that. Uh, <laughs> CB750. Mm. Like Nighthawk. Nighthawk. Nighthawk's yeah. a great bike. But you know what? I mean, with a budget of five grand. Get something newer. Get something new. Yeah. Do you like retro or vintage at all? I like the styling, not so much the tech. Mm. Mm. So, scrambler. Tri- a triumph. Mm-hmm. Triumphs are good, or if you want to go real crazy, like a Royal Enfield, go some mm. something. Uh, I tell you what, yeah. five grand will buy a new one. I know. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah. you could get a used Bonneville for for a pretty good price. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. do what you yeah. want with it. W six fifty, W eight hundred, maybe if you were going for that look. No, you, you know? know, I'm I'm a huge advocate of Bonneville. I am Go going on, Bonneville going for you too. Yeah. Think, All right, dang, yeah. it's decided. You're getting a Bonneville. <laughs> yes, ma'am. You have no choice in the matter. <laughs> um, I will, however, let you choose the color. Well, I guess I can do that. <laughs> as long as it's black, you're allowed. I'm yeah. seeing him on a creamsicle one. I'm seeing him on the white mm. one with the orange stripes. Oh, that's a good-looking bike right there. No, I was going black. Hey, this Boulevard looks pretty dope. It's got like upside Everyone down forks. Everyone a black bike, though. Get the creamsicle. Yeah, it's, the creamsicle is the way to go. Mm-hmm. Creamsicle. I know, I know. So what brought you guys out here to California? Uh, we got a wedding uh, up north at uh, the end of the week. So cool. Nice. decided to make a vacation out of it. I've 
been listening to the podcast for a couple of years now and I always wanted to come by so and here you are it. it's great yeah. sweet was it everything you hoped it would be? <laughs> oh, it was. <laughs> and more. I got to make a bracket. <laughs> yeah, right. dude, Mike employed you. Mike had you immediately. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, yo, I just put those two guys to work. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look at me while I'm inside you. That's right. It was the best looking thing on his bike. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it doesn't have a skull on it. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many skulls on that thing. Brass skulls, oh, too. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you, and you guys really went to work. You found some metal, and we're shaping it. And yeah. Doing all the things. Yeah, and Mike was thrilled. Because, um, you know, it's his kind of eyes twinkle when he's really sort of, you know, and he loved it. <laughs> he just, like, totally made him sound like he had a stroke. <laughs> like, going well, he kind of does sound that way. So it's like a New York thing. Um, but he was so happy with that bracket. You guys, are, you really, really nailed it. I thought you guys were regulars here because I just I saw you guys working and you guys were right at it and you guys oh, were yeah. making that bracket. And I love it. Well, not having our own bike to, to work on, we had to find something to do. Yeah. yeah. No, I, yeah, I love that you guys got in there and and yeah, Mike's been working on his new Harley, which looks pretty cool. He's doing some, he's doing his usual stuff, lots of leather, and he's putting a lot of brass on this. It's gonna be like and brass and black, cutting parts of the frame off yeah. oh yeah <laughs> the usual he had mary's uh boulevard down here yeah mm-hmm. looking mm-hmm. good i think uh what's his name might well yeah frank's it. looking yeah. at buying it um and then also did you, you guys met cat today cat was here yeah she was yeah. around mm-hmm. on her 500 dollar bmw Dude, <laughs> can i can we talk about how awesome of a score that is really quick that's a it's an awesome score yeah, yeah. um guitar y- that's it what a lot <laughs> no here's the thing though um it, she did win out on that one, but there's a huge risk. Oh God! Oh, yeah. I'm buying yeah. a $500 oh, BMW. If anything's going to earn the name VM Trouble, it's going to be that one. Even yeah. though she won, um, I, I'm not sure that it was worth the risk. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, You're like, not, what, what the pumpkin, right? Yeah. That's it. Like, how many miles is on that thing? Like, 50, 60 plus, hundred thou. No, I think it's got it's got a hundred thousand on it. Oh well, okay, that's mm. which one? Like, you know, time bomb. <laughs> funnily enough, this morning I was talking to my brother back in England, and yeah. and he's a bandit rider. What a surprise! Mm. And he was saying, you know, Emma, I'm really kind of thinking about going. You know, I really like older BMWs, mm-hmm. and you know, five, six, seven year old bike, couple of thousand pounds. And I'm like, yeah, they're great bikes, Dave, but you can lose yourself money-wise in a BMW so easily. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that that's largely true of any European bike. I mean, you can lose your money, yourself money-wise in Triumph. How much is a new driveline OEM for a bike that age? Like, brand new? like For a BMW? Eight, yeah, 800 plus bucks. Oh, God, I'm the rest. Oh, geez. Yeah. But you know what? Cat wrote it down here today, so yeah. fuck it. More power to her. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, they're, they're tough old bikes. Yeah. What's going to kill that bike is is what's going to kill most bikes of that vintage. Something something expensive electrical is going to go mm. out. Mm-hmm. Mm. And you're going to look at the cost of a new component. You're going to look at the value of the bike, and you're just going to say, I'm done. Walk away. You're just going to shove a ball of foil in the fuse box. You're like, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and sell it on Craigslist. Who cares how many amps that takes? Actually, Emma, it brings up a question. Uh, when Rob was here earlier um, on his big BMW, and I was talking to him, as I'm considering getting a GS1200. Right. What? Which have been made for many years now. But and here's the, the, the broad question. Very complex. Is it, 
with given a certain budget, right? I don't have a lot of money, so I'm looking at like maybe six to eight thousand. Which you're going for used, yeah? Yeah, used. Which basically gets me either a high mileage late model or mm. a low mileage earlier model. Earlier model. Which one is better to go for the same price? God. Yeah, Um, you you know, you're really stuck between a rock and a hard place because they are very, very complex motorcycles. Um, You remember in Long Way Round, Mm -hmm. Charlie Borman, I think it was Charlie's, um, they were doing some welding on Mm -hmm. it, took the ABS cylinder out, uh, the ABS module Mm -hmm. out by welding the bike. And I mean, yeah, they, (laughs) they didn't pull the ground strap off the battery, so more full them. But. 90% of bikes if the ABS unit goes out you can still ride the bike not the BMW Mm. if the ABS unit goes out you've lost all your brake pressure because that's how it works so this is the complexity of the bikes there is a ton and I know I'm going off on one of my usual Mm -hmm. tangents the easiest car to buy cheap British car is Rolls-Royce Silver Shadow. Hmm. And the reason being is they don't have master cylinders. They've got these things called brake generators on them. Hmm. And you start up the engine, and the brake generator starts... And it builds up brake pressure. So when you push on the pedal, you don't go through a booster like a normal car. You've got pressure instantly, and the brakes are great. Well, they go out. Hmm. And to buy a brake generator for a Silver Shadow, there's two of them. And the one goes out, and the brake light comes on. They think, oh, I'll take the bulb out and drive until the other one goes. <laughs> and so they're like thousands of dollars each. Yeah. So you go out, oh, it's a $5,000 Rolls-Royce Silver Shadow. It's the best thing in the world. In, in that the and then case? you're going to be spending $10,000 on brake generators mm-hmm. just yeah. to get the thing so it breaks. And so it is with the BMW. You, the single frigging component on that, you could spend thousands on it. I'm leaning towards high mileage late model because I'm assuming high uh, mileage late model is going to be a commuter. And as long as it's... Maybe. Uh, well... But just remember... I'd rather take like one with 80,000 miles that Starbucks. hasn't seen a lot well, of dirt. I'm curious because, you know, bikes, oh, they always <clears> seem to potentially go longer than I think. So if this thing yes. was... Let's just say for conversation, garage kept, regular oil changes. Right. What would you expect to get out of it? You know, you can get massive mileage like out of BMW. 200, 200. Yeah. So yeah. If, you, if she finds something that was well maintained for 80 right. grand, one owner. And once a bike gets up to a certain mileage, you know, the value does fall off. Nobody, unless you know them, nobody's going to buy an 80,000 mile BMW because mm-hmm. they say it's done. But what, the what one that? thing to remember, look. And this applies to any bike. It doesn't matter what's written on the tank, whether it says BMW, Honda, Suzuki, whatever. (laughs) When a bike gets to a certain mileage, it stops being a product to the manufacturer. And it becomes a product to the person who's looked after it. Yeah. And that applies to any bike. So if you were to buy... That green meanie of Knox, that's no longer a Kawasaki 650 and hasn't nope. been for many years. <laughs> nope. It's a it's Knox the special. Yep. It's the yep. Locust. It's a product of Knox maintenance, both good and bad. And that one is quite a well-maintained bike, and it would actually represent a good value for somebody. There are other people out there who will never change the oil on their bikes. They will never do a scrap of maintenance. When it comes time to sell it, they'll run a hose over it, change the oil... 
and that's it. And you're looking at a bike, oh, it's clean, the oil's fresh, yeah. it looks great. Valves have no clearance. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can't but, hear tight valves. Yeah. It's a risk. But odds are BMW owners are the type taking it in. And, and there you are. Service. Now you're getting into demographics. So that's why so. I, I would take a high mileage late model. Because it's probably a commuter I, or even somebody that's been touring on it. I think which that's means it's going to have all the things. It's been, it's all been the sorted things. out. You know? Yeah, I, I, out. I must admit, I think that's the 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 way I would go. It's very interesting mm-hmm. that when I go back to my career in England, the one bike that stands in my mind that we really got our ass kicked by selling was a very, very n- low mileage, of all things, a Honda 900. It was this amazing thing called a, a Honda CB900 F2B. Hmm. It was the last of the line. It was an, like an 83. Ooh. And it had a giant fairing on it. It's a very handsome bike. Is that the one with the little holes? Or am I thinking about the original Fireblade? I guess I'm No, 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 no. no, no. It was I'm way sorry. before then. Yeah, yeah. Way right. before then. Look up Honda CB900 F2B. It's got a big... Ooh. Oh, yeah. It looks like it. Okay, yeah. It kind of looks, like, looks like, like an old race bike. Yeah, yeah. it's like an old Baldor yeah. bike. It's mm. got gold Comstars on it. Oh, the one yeah, we like had that. was gray and white. Ooh. Real handsome bike. Oh, it's similar to the CX500 Turbo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. However... Yeah. We were tempted. <gasps> oh. Gold wheels. I like yeah, oh. we were tempted because it came in as a trade-in, and it was ten years old back then. It was just before I came to the states, and it had got no miles on it. None. Wait, mm. these came, were in the states? I've never seen. No, this was back home in England. Okay, because this is basically an F with a fairing. Yes. Okay, but it's the last of the line of the Fs. Right. So this was bike was 10 years old, and it got, like, no miles on it. It got, like, 2,000 miles on it. We thought, mm. oh, that's such a handsome bike. It was a terrible bike. Mm. Everything that could go wrong went wrong because it hadn't been, been used. Yeah. And you get into the whole argument, well, which came first, the chicken or the egg? It was so unreliable, <clears throat> the previous owners probably didn't want to go out on it and rack up any kind of mileage. Oh, that's a good mm. point. So rather than... Uh, I see what you're saying. You see what I'm saying? So rather than, oh, it was a garage queen and lovingly kept, right. they'd go out on it, the bloody thing would break down with weirdest random shit, <laughs> and it'd get towed back to the dealer. And in the end, the guy who bought it said, look, guys, I like you very much, your enthusiast, but... I'm going to sue you over this bike because I can't even ride it down to the pub without the thing going wrong. And so in the end, we just bit the bullet and gave him his money back and, you know, sold it in the auctions for like pennies on the dollar. Because we paid big money for it. You can buy one right now with 45,000 miles for $6,999. Right. super clean one. Anyway, and so there are probably good ones. This was not a good one. My suspicion is the guys who actually assembled it, there was probably a big party at Honda. They'd been hitting the sake. And, you know, they were all nursing woolly heads and just built this piece of shit and sent it down the line to England. Total lemon. But it was a terrible, terrible bike. Yeah, there it is. It's the, that's the red and white one. So if you substitute the red on that for a very nice gunmetal grey, that's Ooh. exactly Ooh, that what it looked brilliant. like. Very handsome bike. <clears throat> Really handsome bike. Best looking air cooled bike I've ever seen. But I still have nightmares over it. <laughs> you know, it really was. And it was a Honda. Honda's so aren't bold a Oro. What, what is Bull? I know Deoro yeah, is, is gold. gold. But, what, but what's Bull? B O L. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's the France, golden right? bull. In the Baldor is 
Okay, the Baldor is a race held at the old Paul Ricard circuit. It was kind of like... Um, is that blue with a grey? Yeah, there it is. Is that stock with a blue stripe on it? No, someone's built that. Okay. Yeah. Um, the Baldor is the, bri- is the motorcycling equivalent of the Le Mans 24-hour race. So they held it at the old Paul Ricard circuit outside Paris. And it'd be a 24-hour party while these bikes just rode around and round and round. And there was a very particular style of bikes. They were very heavy on lighting because, of course, it was a 24-hour race. They were physically big bikes. They had big gas tanks. They were monstrously powerful. <coughs> I mean, the Baldor bikes were like nearly 200 horsepower mm. 30 years ago. Wow. Because they were big, heavy 24-hour bikes. Yeah. Dual disc front brakes. Oh, it got everything. I mean, they, yeah, they look like they're ready to rock. It's a very, very handsome bike, it is, but it's yeah. big, it's heavy, it's chewed up fuel like it was going out of fashion. And this particular bike, just, you couldn't ride it anywhere. And so that's why it was low mileage. So, you know, we've, we've taken a huge long story mm-hmm. to get to the same thing. I think you're on the right... Pathlizer. Well, especially for uh, a BMW. There's a lot of bikes I would not buy. I wouldn't get a Versus with 80,000. A higher mileage, <clears throat> well-maintained one. And you are kind of at mm-hmm. the mercy because nobody keeps records anymore. Right. No. I would argue you know Versus is more Almost reliable than a Beamer. <laughs> well, what I was going to say is is if it has one or two owners and you kind of figure out the history of it, when you meet the person, you'll have a pretty good idea if they cared for the thing or not. You'll see their where they live. You'll see their other shit. You'll see the bike. You'll talk to them. And I think a lot of times, not always, but you get a feel for whether or not this person actually took care of the bike. Oh, and yeah. I'm not, I'm not ready to buy yet, but I'm considering. I'm still just... I'm, I'm keeping an eye out for the looking, deal. Look at you, you know. For so you think you, and what would you replace the the KTM? Well, so well, here's here's the reason, and this is a conversation we were having with Rob. I I'm not. It's not so much that I I want a GS twelve hundred. Yes, you do. No, no, no. It's not so much that I want a BMW or that bike. I want a bike that fits me, and I've just come to the realization so many of my bikes don't fit me right. And yeah, when you're I, like six foot seven or some shit. And when I stand up on the GS, the bars with with risers, they those are two inch risers. Yeah, they. I feel like I'm locked in. And so few of my bikes do I feel that way. Well, when you came back from Carrizo Plain and you tested a bu- basically tested a bunch of yeah. bikes there, you came back in love with the GSA and you rode everything from the 250 Honda all the way up to that yeah, GSA and you you were in love with it because it does fit. So you. for me, I'm just looking. It's like getting a pair of shoes that are just right. so comfortable you can do anything but in you, them and you can. But right. you know, BMW has always kind of been like that. Even going back to the 70s, you know, a Honda, Suzuki, a Suzuki, Suzuki. Um, you know, even a Triumph, you can move around on it. You can shuffle your ass around. You can move your feet around on the pegs, you know, even grab. But a BMW isn't like that. You sit on the bike. You're pushed into what initially feels quite an unnatural mm-hmm. riding position. And it's like, this is how you will ride the bike. It is alles correct. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, fuck, I can't move on this thing. But then you realize that some German engineer has devoted his life <laughs> to designing this ergonomic masterpiece. Yeah, and that I, guy is like six foot seven. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I, no, I had that exact same thing when I bought my first um, RT. 
Yeah, that all and the I same. got on it. And now I have been riding like cafe racers and everything. You, and you know? get on the thing, and, and, and you're Shit. and I'm used to riding with like my elbows out and my mm-hmm. shoulders hunched, and you feel all cool, and you kind of grit your teeth <laughs> when you ride, you know. And my GPZs, they're all riding in that position. Well, the RT's a bit And I got on this too. BMW, and I was sitting upright, and my elbows were down, pointed towards the ground, and it was like. <laughs> Like riding, like uh, uh, I, I don't know. It was like very awkward, like praying mantis kind of right. pose, and I'm like, this does not feel cool at all. But then I realized <laughs> that my arms were completely relaxed. Yes. Instead of being all rigid, you know. And they've always been like that. And you know, whenever you used to go on runs, I mean, back when I was messing about with my Laverda, you know, you'd go and you'd be like, oh, I'm on my Laverda Jota and it's great. And then some clown had come past you on an RT BMW, and they mm. all looked the same. <laughs> they all looked exact because they were they were kind of forced into that riding position, and you can just. Boom, but that's the thing. BMW has always been concerned about the ergonomics. Yes. Where no one else is really thinking about it. The ergonomicals. So, so for me, the GS1200 is a bike that I just really feel comfortable on in different riding positions, standing and sitting, that I think I can do more things with. Um, I'm not getting it just for the power. It's really the size and its fitment to me. So Are you like, gonna, have oh. you ridden the smaller displacement ones, like the 800 or the 650? Is, is it just no, purely ergonomics or is it it's, power, it's, too? It's ergonomics. Okay. Well, it's the way that bike locks up. I mean, it locks up. Locks in when you're on loose loose ground or dirt or gravel. That thing just seems to lock um, in like this yeah. super steady platform. Liza, <laughs> I have a question for mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Will you be buying any of the BMW-themed clothing? Are you going to go to Starbucks? Hmm. Anymore. I, I, mm, I've owned BMW clothing in the past, but I don't know. It's good shit. Do they shit. have BMW clothing on Banggood? Bang <laughs> yeah. No, dude. It'll they be do. BMW, but it'll be like BWM. Four, four <laughs> sizes too small and has three fingers. And, like and the blues won't be Homer the same. Simpson. It's for yeah. your Barbie. Um, but what what was interesting, and um, when Rob came by, um, he um, it was cool because he had his bike pretty well sorted out. And it was interesting to see the the you know the, the modifications he did to it, the accessories he put on. But instead of getting into that specific, specifically, it's a great platform to customize to your riding style specifically. Dude, that There's bike had so a, much out there. That bike it. had an eighteen gallon tank. Wow. Maybe what? No, was that the white BMW that? Yeah, no, it was. I think it was eight, but it looked eighteen. <laughs> um, but anyway, you know, he had so like, he had, like the, he had like the pivot, the pivot foot pegs, and I've seen yeah. them, but I've never stood. Those are I never stood too. on. They are, but yeah. then, you know, his phone mount, his bar risers, his engine guards. It was cool to see a bike that was all outfitted and sorted, and just realize like how mm-hmm. versatile you can make. You know, customize you can make that bike to yourself, even though stock it's. Yeah. I'm just at that point where I'm doing all the research and really getting an idea of budget, and so okay. you're ready for a deal. Well, bring Did, more wallet, as they say. Well, I don't have any money to spend it on, <laughs> on it, but you know. Did I ever tell you about the controversy about the BMW badge? Oh, it's uh, because of the uh, World War II airplane though. propeller? Okay, so BMW... <laughs> Hold on, how long is this going to so, take? Yeah. Oh, it, it, no, it's very, very quick. Do we need to rip open, open some Velcro? <laughs> no, no, Is no, that no, Emma no. Quick or is that actual quick? No, it's actual Emma Quick. Okay. And actual quick. <laughs> <laughs> so... It's almost like not quick, but that's pretty quick. There's pretty controversy. Quick. There's <laughs> controversy. So BMW actually did rather well making airplane engines. And um, there is a large school of thought 
that says that the BMW badge itself is a white propeller spinning against a blue sky. Mm -hmm. Very heavily stylized. And BMW actually played into this in the 1920s. There was actually a picture of a the plane coming towards you and the, the, the propeller was made into the BMW logo. So BMW were aware of this. However, that's not what it is. And I invite everyone in this room to look. What is the first word in BMW? Bavaria. Bayerische. Bullshit. Look at the Bavarian flag. Yep. And blue. the mystery is solved. Blue and white. It's blue and white checks. And I mean, it's not romantic and it's not, but that's the big controversy, you know. And there are still people that, oh no, it's a spinning white propeller on the blue sky. It's not. It's the Bavarian well, flag. It could be both, though. I think you made that up. But okay. Okay, very um, good. Z, you haven't been here for a while. Where have you been? Controversial things. That's mm-hmm. what she's All the controversy things. I'm out there getting in trouble. I yeah. ran up to um, Salem to see a friend for a couple of weeks. So, and you're still on the DR350, so it's yes. running, it's yes. working. Yes, I did uh, 1,800 miles on my mm-hmm. new clutch Emma told me to work on. And I went from San Jose to Salem and back, did mostly two lane, did some Shasta, did some. There's, there's this awesome road, if you guys get in southern Oregon, called. Dead Indian Memorial Highway. So there's your controversy. Wow. <laughs> it's not politically correct at all. Hmm. It's a great ride, though. There's no one out there camping everywhere. All and then dead. there's another one called Sawyer's Bar, which is just south of 96 through the Klamath. Great riding. Great riding. I was looking for the roads that I haven't done yet. I was like, I've already done that road and that road. Let's do that. And my GPS said like two hours and 20 minutes to do like 24 miles. And I'm like, all right, so this is either really horribly wrong mm. or it's going to be an adventure. Yeah, <laughs> it was a great ride though. And a quick shout out to Motorcycle Men. Uh, you were on uh, yeah. the podcast. Yeah, oh, when I got sweet. up to Salem, uh, got a hold of Ted. We kept canceling on each other and rescheduling. We finally were able to talk, and he's really cool. Oh, can't Ted! Can really oh, can't wait to meet him in New Jersey. Right on. That's cool. He's Ted's the coolest. I can't wait to meet him next year. I'm gonna stop by his house mm-hmm. in Jersey. So last time uh, you were here, you were telling us about this new project you've been working on. Yeah, Bunker Biker. Yeah, how's that going? It's going great. Let's see. I think we've been up about two months, and we have 607 pins currently, and that's oh, people wow. willing to host mostly. So I didn't get a chance to use it. Um, I had enough friends to see on my way up, but I've been seeing a lot of people using it, a lot of hosts posting about it. It's, it's doing great so far. And so if you sign up as, say, a host for Bunker Biker, what is expected of you? What, what are you expected to provide? You are able to provide anything you want to. It's really that open. Because, I mean, you know, are you talking a couch? Are you talking the floor? Are you talking a bathtub with a blanket in we it? We use different pins. Blue is just for information. Red's if you've got tent space. And then purple's if you've got tent space, guest house, or tools, or garage. And then it's all about just put your details in. And if you can't do it yourself, I have a help form. Is there, a, is there a rainbow color? Um, I haven't got enough pin colors I want to go there. That. I want to go to the rainbow spot. <laughs> but it's yeah, it's, it's, it's all up to the host. Because like I had someone say, like, oh, I got pissed because someone got pissed because someone couldn't, didn't want a car at their house. They just wanted a, a bike because they didn't have storage for it. And I'm like, uh, excuse you, this is a gift. This is not a privilege. This is a privilege to use, not like you don't you're not owed this so it's yeah. totally like if you're over here like you can come to my house but no smoking and no drinking that's that's all on you you know when you look up a host you follow their rules it's their yeah. house so how do you, how do i look this up online like if i'm going to bounce out tonight and need a place how do i look it up so you can go to on facebook bunk a biker and north america's our us one bunk like b-u-n-k-a yeah b-u-n-k yeah and then dash a and then dash biker 
But if you look at Bunk, it'll come up. And there's lo- there's one for every country, but everyone uses the same map. So you can go to zmaps.com uh, slash bunkabiker underscore world. And it's like dashes between all that, which is kind of a pain. Or you can go it's to not Z- hashtag Brokeback Mountain, is it? No. <laughs> I should probably make that, though. And then you can go to ztraveler.com slash bunkabiker. And bunkabiker is all one word on that one. And then it'll have all the links. But it's all over the place. And I've been promoting it. I need to promote it some more. There's some states that are kind of looking desolate. That's a gorgeous drawing of a penis. <laughs> it, was a good one. it was a good one but yeah no it's been doing very well i cannot wait to see it go go bigger and go further i'll be hitting up some of the hosts next year when i get on the road after my romanian trip nice very cool, cool. oh yeah That's romanian cool. yeah, yeah um romanian uh romanian motorcycle tours romanian yeah. Yeah, yeah maria that was in here yeah she was in here a couple months ago and yeah. she's really cool. out yeah that seems like a bitch oh, it's her. i'm so excited 11 weeks of riding the carpathians awesome. and going over to austria and doing the alps Fuck. and you're probably gonna ride amazing. a bmw yeah i'm gonna go to starbucks all the time i, went to, <laughs> I, I go to starbucks with my suzuki and then i tell people that they kick me out so now, now i want to start this thing called Jamba Juice for Suzuki's. So, so that'll be our like fancy shit to go to and oh, go no. pay for. <laughs> well, we gotta have something. Can we do like How about jabs meat, for meat Jamba on a Juice? Stick. Yeah. Jobs meat on a stick for Suzuki's? Where, where do you send the uh, Kawasaki's? I don't know. Long John Silvers? <laughs> Can you even find those anymore? <laughs> yeah. If there's a fried like a, chicken, I'll be one of your fan nine Egg Roll King. Oh. That's where you send them. Egg Roll King. Oh, King Egg Roll. King I was actually really lucky to get bomb. up to Oregon, and I did Mount Shasta. I went past Lake Crater Lake. I didn't have my National Park Pass, but I got up there and got to see a bunch of stuff before the fires. Oh, wow. Medford's on fire right now, and it's smoked out on my mm. way down, and it's mm. pretty oh, no. bad. Oh, wow. So fire season's on us. It's it's a thing. So if you're traveling, be careful if you have any breathing or heart conditions. Yeah, that's and, beautiful country you know, look, look up there. For, look for closed roads because of a fire. Well, speaking of traveling, there's some more travelers here in the room, but they actually showed up on a motorcycle. What so, are you trying to say about my Suzuki? <laughs> Uh. I'm not talking about you right now, believe it or not. He's very sensitive, okay? No, I'm talking about Kendra and Aronde. So, you guys showed up on what kind of bike? Uh, it's a Triumph Street Twin. It's a 2016. Yes. So, you guys are doing this cross-country trip, but in, in an unusual way. You want to try and explain exactly what's happening? Um. <clears throat> so... I teach, so I have the summers off, mm-hmm. and I got this really cool opportunity. Wait, what do you teach? Uh, I'm an art teacher, so drawing and ceramics. They still have those? Ceramics yes, is the shit. Them. Sculpture it is, is the shit. Every day. Yes. say. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I have my summers off, and I got this cool opportunity up in uh, the San Juan Islands in Washington, mm-hmm. and I found out about it in March or April, and about a week after I was accepted, I go... So, I think I'm going to take the bike up. And he was like, yes, yeah. do it. Well, yeah. Like, and let's start, that let's start with where did you start from? Uh, I We're from Springfield, Missouri. Missouri? Yeah. Mm, yeah. Missouri. <laughs> Missouri? Yeah. Yeah. It's like Ohio. Missouri right? is better. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, and this is your bike. Um... It's actually his bike. Okay. But we perfect. Well, hold on. <laughs> for he her benefit. bought it for me to mm. ride. So. He's a keeper. I mean, yeah, I think so. That's how you want a girl's heart right there. So, and how many bikes do you have at home? Um, 
two that are ours. Two that we own. Okay. So I have a I have a 2006 SV650. Perfectly uh, good. Yeah. Sport version with a fairing. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. And then we have that that street twin. Um, my sister actually lives with us as well, and we helped her buy a <laughs> 2004 Buell Blast. That was a lot more fun than I would have thought. Awesome. Uh, ugly, yeah. but, ugly but fun. That was yeah. the motto. Yeah. Ugly yeah. but fun. Mm-hmm. The fueling is all real weird on it, I'll be honest. Yeah. Like, Sometimes it'll go 80 and sometimes it's like, oh, 55 is about <laughs> as far as I want to go. Wow. So you had this opportunity and you said you're going to ride to Washington. Yeah. And so I've never done a solo trip. I've never gone an overnight trip and it just kind of evolved. I was like, man, before I leave, I'm going to do all these like practice rides. I'm going to, mm-hmm. you know, do like a couple overnight trips and then life happened and it, Where'd I you? never practiced. So it was just kind <sighs> of a... Trial right. by fire, lady. Yeah. Like, was the bold. Where did you find information before you went on the trip? Like, did you do any research? Or? Um, I did. I actually posted on MMP. Um, I asked people for some recommendations on places to go. Um, we looked for a couple sleeping pads because my back is shit. Um, but unfortunately, the sleeping pads didn't help either. So hammock Caught. it is. Oh, really? Yeah. Caught her hammock. Yeah. Hammock has been the way to go for me. She just talked to me. Okay. I'm a big hammock pusher. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, um, I ended up trying to plan for this trip, and I'm a very, like, I You're need to know what teacher. I'm doing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I need to know where I'm going. I need to know what's going to happen and where I'm going to stay. And then the day before I left, there were these massive storms going through, like, Kansas City mm. and North mm. Kansas and North Missouri, and it was it was a mess. It's like, serious, uh, so too, right? Yeah. I, actually, I've got a question for you. In ceramics, is it just pass fail or do you actually give grades? Oh, I give grades. <gasps> don't make my criteria to things, dummy. Don't, oh, don't make fun of my that's, that's harsh. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, what was the longest trip that you'd ever done um, by yourself on a bike? By myself? Mm-hmm. When like, I'm well, maybe to Eureka Springs. Did you go to your parents' house? Not by I myself. Like that area. No. So I, I asked because um, my friend Shauna, who's going to be riding with us at Werwer. Um, hey, been, Shauna. Hey, Shauna. <laughs> she's probably listening. What's up, girl? I've been, so she's just done short rides like many people do when you're riding with groups of people and you're mm-hmm. going and doing little stops. Mm-hmm. And I said, you really need to take your bike out, do 100 miles one direction, eat a sandwich, and 100 miles back. Because mm-hmm. you need to find out how that bike fits your ass mm-hmm. and your wrist and yep. What's gonna start the hurting wind first? and everything. Yeah. You so, also find what's loose and what you need to work on too well it's more about the comfort on the bike oh yeah for so sure. had you had any dry run like that or was this all learning as you go i, I guess i've ridden to my hometown in north mm-hmm. missouri it's about three and a half four hours away okay. but oh, um yeah, yeah cool. but we went we went straight there we took tons of breaks probably took half a day to do it okay. and uh and it was a, a route that i've known i've driven it probably a hundred times like from college and back so it was nothing new for me um but i think we only have done that once or twice we'll do we'll do riding days where it's like eight nine hour yeah. riding days up okay. and down if you so, guys so are ever in that. the yeah, southwest missouri mm-hmm. what you really want to do is go down to arkansas yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're ever there you really want to go somewhere else yeah, yeah. yeah. I, really, I really like the big springs area though yeah it's, it's really beautiful they're nice like roller coaster type roads yeah they're really nice yeah. i guess i don't think of the day trips as like 
uh, as a going back kind yeah, of thing. It's a, but it's it a is, totally yeah. different thing, but it's long enough for you to get used to, you know. Right. Well, you learn all the things. So, like, I told Shauna, I'm like, well, you haven't had an opportunity to try, so I'm going to tell you get a touring windshield, get a, yes. um, a wrist rest, get a seat pad, yeah. get, buster. Yeah, get a camel back. Like, these are all the things that you're going to want just to make yourself more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Oh, for so sure. Had you already had worked these things out, or did you learn any new things about your relationship with the bike while on the road? Uh, yeah, so I we own mm-hmm. a windscreen, and uh, up until like the day before, I was like, ah, I, I don't think I want to bring it. I don't think uh. I want it. I don't think I want it because I I like the wind <laughs> to a certain point, <laughs> to a point. Yeah, and yeah, six hours later, yeah, yeah, and so and I never rode with it like on our on our rides down into Arkansas. So whenever I was getting ready to leave. Arandi was like, just take it. If you hate it, you can dump it on the side of the road or give it to a dealership or something, and and you'll be done with it. And I was like, fine. And then I was going through Kansas, and there were like 40, 50 mile an hour straight winds hitting me, mm. you know, at the side. Winds. and Yeah, crosswinds. And I, I was like, at the end of the day, I kind of like hugged my windscreen, and I was like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. I never, <laughs> I never should have said I was going to get rid of you. And I yeah. was like... <laughs> yeah. Not to mention, when Jim and I go on rides, oftentimes we'll get to our destination, his helmet is covered in bugs, yep. and oh, yeah. mine yeah. is not. <laughs> oh, yep. yeah. My neck is like an inch shorter. <laughs> Windscreens are good. But the reality is... They're really nice. There's a lot of things that people don't realize that things like the wind really sucks a lot yeah. out. Yeah. Oh, it really does. And yeah. the amount of that your gear catches mm-hmm. the wind, it changes everything. Mm-hmm. So, yep. I mean, I had a backpack, a tent, a bedroll and something else a sleeping bag like you know i had it loaded on the These back all, yeah separate from she's got a top box on it yeah and she's got side bags and then everything else was like strapped and yeah you're like a flying brick uh That's literally it, it was it was intense and so it's like the i'm used to wind but I wasn't used to being a literal sail, being yeah. like caught and pushed. Mm-hmm. And you get that drag too, and your suspension yes. changes and your handling changes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was rough. You know, another thing that I've um, really learned on doing these trips, and maybe a lot of these people here, but we don't really mention straps. I'm talking about your helmet <laughs> yeah. strap, your tank bag strap, oh, your all of your straps. I can yeah. tie, We've all been oh, there. Absolutely. You yeah. learn that you need to tie all of those off. I can tie a knot behind well, you my have back. Seen because my, of the way my beard ended yep. up before I started reading. <laughs> <laughs> right. Mm. Uh, so that is something I highly recommend. Yeah. Getting flapping straps. You, you start getting mm. on the bike and you have really loose jeans and they flap against your legs for three yep. hours and they go numb and you're just like fuck these jeans. Yeah. <laughs> I have an awesome riding suit. Uh, Thanks, Triumph, for most of the things. Uh, but I always wear like compression leggings underneath. And yeah. So oh yeah. The one day I didn't wear them and I just wore jeans, I only put in like a five-hour day. Like I was hoping to go, wow. you know, yep. eight nine mm-hmm. hours, and I was just exhausted. And I was like, God, why do I feel this way? And I was like, Oh, these guys. Like that. Yeah. yeah. So uh, what's the? I guess the most important thing you learned going out there. Um, I mean. What's the most pretty place you've seen, too? All right. I'm going to go with the most important thing thing first. Um, I... I mean, what you've learned about yourself and, like, writing and all that shit, you know? Like, it's more of an existential kind of question. I like to ask these things. (laughs) I mean, actually, it's been kind of a recent thing. I mean, since Arandi met up with me, which comes a little later. But, uh, you know, we went to San Francisco. It's beautiful. We love the city. But we did not enjoy ourselves whenever we were there we were like oh yeah let's go to this place i mean okay let's go to that place like that's fine Mm -hmm. 
but then we took a day and we went on the roads you know just like south southwest of san francisco and we had a blast yep. like we just loved every bit of it and so just knowing that you know sometimes being in a city doesn't mean you have to be in the city and like do all the touristy things just being there and exploring new places is kind of oh, more yeah. important she said so, it really well mm-hmm. earlier that she's like arandi I think we're better at traveling than we are at like getting to the place and then doing things in the place. <laughs> <laughs> legit, yeah. dude, you're better legit. at getting getting there yeah, than being oh, there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, you're better so being true. a traveler, not a tourist. Yeah. There's maybe a big line there. Yeah, exactly. maybe that's what it is. So we have not yet explained something though. As <laughs> <Yeah>. you said, <laughs> you set off to do this solo trip, right? And you left Aronde back home. Yeah. How is it that he's here now? What's going on? Well, after my ten day mm. trip, I was actually up in Washington for two months. Um, I did my internship thing, and then he flew out to Seattle. I met him uh, in Port Angeles. Yeah, I met him in Port Angeles. He rented a bike from Twisted Road. Mm-hmm. Cool. Shout out to Austin Shout out. and yeah. Nick Marietta. Uh, the he's yeah, the customer service guy. Yeah. He's he's been great. Yeah, yeah, they were awesome helping him out. And the guy that he rented the bike from was like fantastic. He was mm-hmm. so cool. Um, well, we ended up meeting in Port Angeles. We stayed the night and we did two days traveling throughout the Olympic Peninsula. Oh, and cool, dude. Another quick shout out to Cycle Camp. <laughs> he is such yes. a cool guy, Bob. Uh, he ho- has like a camping place for motorcyclists specifically. Mm-hmm. Crazy right. thing. Go on the map. Yeah, he's awesome. Yep, Cycle Camp, and it's near Mora, is the the like the Indian reservation, like, I believe. Yeah, like um, La Push. Near the Forks La Push area. area. And I, he's super cool. Super accommodating, very cool guy. He'll help you do everything. And nice. <laughs> I just want to give a shout out to him. So, so what's the plan? Are you going back to up? Uh, no. Okay. What's I'm, going on? <laughs> so tomorrow I'm flying home. I start work on Wednesday. So I have to be back for school meetings and everything. Um, Arandi has, I think, two weeks off. And he's going to mm-hmm. take the bike back to Missouri. <clears throat> I kind of like this tag team cross-country trip. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have to say, this so the, is oh, this is something that maybe, um, yeah. Z, maybe you need to start a website for this. Tag team, <laughs> tag team cross country trip. I'll take it there. You bring it back. The logistics. It fun. could be like a whole new Tinder. Type <laughs> if, you, <thing>. yeah. <laughs> if you look up the cycle camp, the name on Google is Cycle Camp Dash Rainforest Run. Don't tell what to do. Promotions. There is a Rainforest mm-hmm. Run coming up. I think it's in like oh, one cool. or two weeks. And he's got a whole rally there where he just hosts. Yeah. It's a beautiful campsite. Um, it's just like that perfect balance between like it's upkept where it's like the camping areas are upkept, but you still have that natural greenery and like where it's not okay. You, you you have like the naturalness that's not a good word so, <laughs> of it. so can i oh have you had any issues at all with the triumph are you prepared to do repairs on the road hey what's your toolkit like um my toolkit is pretty complete thanks to this guy um i know about little to none on how to maintain or take care of my bike but youtube is a fantastic tool and um i know that i can call him i can call my brother-in-law he's really good with bikes and i can figure out what to do my bike is a center stand so i can take care of most 
wheel slash chain things okay. if needed. And I just yeah. want to clarify, whose bike is it again? <laughs> it's it's technically his bike. But Who's it registered under? <laughs> oh, it's definitely registered under Who him. Who pays but insurance? Yeah. Stop this. <laughs> <laughs> this is rare because I usually let her just have the whole like, oh, that's my bike and all this stuff. Yeah, so, like, I mean, she, I she's great. I write it. Yeah. I am the writer. I mean, he you do occasional rides with it, but I am cool the person. That's, so. That that's pretty awesome. So now you're about to start your adventure home. Yeah, yeah. I have. I mean. I have a couple days here, like three or four. It's very undefined right now. I'm kind of like Z was mentioning that she likes to keep her trips uh, unplanned, and that's mm-hmm. kind of I'm kind of very similar in that sense. Yeah, just figure mm-hmm. out as you go. Right. So it's like right now she's gonna leave, and I I I have to be home loosely on the 15th or 16th. And so whether I hang out here, if I'm, you know, there's people that want to do rides here. There's so many amazing. It's like 11, 12 days, plenty of time so, to do some cool shit. Yeah, and so I can stay here for a little bit, or I can, you know, cool, just man. head off. What's your comfortable cruising speed on that bike? <laughs> on that, eighty-five. Yeah. Okay. Nice. nice. That's, that's, yeah. But I'd like to know like for that. each yeah. of you, since it's the same bike but two different riders, what's your comfortable mileage per day? Should it be mileage or um, hours though? No, my, no more mileage. Like how many miles a day are you doing? I was going about. Anywhere between 300 and 400, depending okay. on what I was doing. That's like, fucking great. That's a good, yeah, that's a good time, I made man. a lot of like yeah. jaunts into side roads. Um, tried a little too many dirt slash gravel slash mud <laughs> that I should have <laughs> with everything loaded down. That's gangster, um, though. I'm God, it was terrifying. It. it was so scary, but yeah. absolutely beautiful. There were so many great things. You're, you're a real biker. Aranda, <laughs> <laughs> Ar- 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 what's your mileage? What's your comfortable? Um, you know, I, I tend to like <laughs> around 400 to 600, but yeah. it, it really just depends on the, if I have an objective to go to, go to yeah. you know, if I have a, a point that I need to get to quickly, I'll do 12 hour days, 12, 13. Yeah. I'm good to like five to 800 a day. And my mm-hmm. goal is a motel six with a sizzler across the street. Like, <laughs> I'm good. I'm so, good. Oh, I haven't heard sizzler in decades. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's, those are some words I ain't heard in a while. What was it? It was, it was God Wednesday, damn. Wednesday. Day, we yeah. woke up in the morning at 6 a.m. and I was in I, uh, near the LaPush area of Washington, so really far in the northwest area. And you kind of to get to Tacoma, where I had to drop off the rental, mm-hmm. um, you have to kind of go even further north to get to Port Angeles and go around the Olympic Mountains and then come back to Tacoma. Um, and then, so we, we did all that. And then by the end of the day, I rode until midnight, and I ended up in Medford, Oregon. Mm. Medford. Ooh, that's Medford. a lot of miles. Medford. 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 How do you say it? Medford. Medford. I don't know. Well, I thought it was Medford. What did I say? Oh, that's, well, no. Uh, that's, that's, the, that's the message. Message. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm thinking like Mass- a Bostonian. Yeah, I'm thinking the one, Massachusetts. The one in Massachusetts is Medford. I yeah. Medford. Yeah, so that, that, was, that was one of the longest days I've done, uh, you know, and I, I, I've traveled a fair amount. You know, the, the last trip I took was to the Smoky Mountains, yeah. um, mm. and I took like a 10-day trip there. And uh, I, I have a good background. I studied abroad in France for about a semester, oh, and nice. I didn't yeah. waste that opportunity. I, I went and bought a, a Suzuki Bandit 600. Great buy. Cool. Oh yeah. yeah. And, and so that every weekend I was there, it was just like, let's go. You just point to a direction, and uh, I studied abroad in France. Okay, hold on. How many languages do you speak? Um, so I speak I speak English. 
all right mm -hmm. and then I, I speak uh i speak spanish and mm -hmm. then if you stuck me in france if you pay the air airfare and all that <laughs> i'll 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 defend myself in, in france and and buy a motorcycle and purchase my own insurance and get a yeah. cell phone plan uh, and now he's that. he's out exotic exoticing you i clearly oh. <laughs> he's a smart man he's a smart man he is well it sounds Thank like you. you guys are on a, a great adventure and and uh yeah, I mean, if I, when I travel, I just like to have like a goal of what direction I'm going. But again, if what I see a sizzler, eat? I'm stopping. Like, like yeah. east and west, <laughs> eat. you know. Where's the meat on the stick? Uh -huh. Yeah, where's, so where's the, the seafood trough? From here, where are you go? How are you tower? going back? Yeah, oh, the Vegas tower. crab tower. <laughs> well, honestly, I I have really haven't decided. Um, you should cross the the uh, Sierra. Uh, what am I thinking? Sierra Nevada. I was thinking Cascades for some reason. Sierra Nevada. Uh, 108. Mm -hmm. Take 108 over at Sonora Pass. It's so mm -hmm. green. No, I would. I would recommend. Let's see what. Oh. Well, there's Yosemite too. Yeah, do Yosemite. Fuck it. Yeah, but it's summer Dude, and it's yeah. gonna be so bad. Who cares? Touristy. It's Yosemite. My God. 120 is nice. Yeah. And see, what I'll do is I'll take all these suggestions and I'll write them down. And then probably the day of. If you I'll have extra time, you should just do 120 and then do 108 and then do four and then keep going. Mm -hmm. So I I would recommend kind of the route that where we're going to be taking. You have to do the Pacific Coast Highway down south. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I have some family right. in LA, so I might take some time to go take down that there down, well. and then we're going to be heading up uh, around Mojave, mm -hmm. up through uh, Vegas, and then going up through the Canyonlands in Utah. Okay. Um, nice. Those are all like just amazing rides. I mean, have you seen the Grand Canyon? I have not yet. Oh, dude, this Goddamn, is the bro. time. If you can do it. This is the time. Yeah, Let me no, tell you something about the Grand Canyon. The thing is so vast and deep, like when you're looking at it, you, you oh. it doesn't look real. Like need, you start losing depth perception at like a mile or I two. I need to say those sirens are not behind you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They're behind uh, us. Yeah. I it gets me every time. That. It gets yeah. me every time. Thanks, guys. Literally yeah. every I time. Know. I know. <laughs> but also another another point that I think that's important to keep in mind is yeah. it might not be the time of year to go through the Mojave. It's going to be a little hot. Don't do it. Um, <laughs> a little. Just, just a yeah. smidge. But, but yeah. if... But I mean, you might be able to, to go down south and then find a you know route to the Sierras like, to get you farther north. Yeah, I've never visited um, honestly man. Colorado, and so I oh I yes. want yes. to make Colorado that, and I, I'd love to sit there for like you know two or three days and yeah. and five fifty. Five fifty is a million dollar highway. Okay, yeah, yeah. Seven hundred eight. Or just ride. Um, and I'm going to hop back to the question that you asked me for this. Uh, oh, the, did you answer that? No, I didn't. The oh. most beautiful place, the upper ridge of the Gunnison River Valley. Oh, nice. Holy oh. crap. It was amazing. Well, I just what pulled state it. is this? That's Colorado. Okay. Um, oh, okay. And then it goes right into Monarch Pass. Whenever I went over Monarch Pass, there was about 10 feet of snow on either side of the Ooh. road. <laughs> yeah, um, wow. But once you got out of the mountain, the I mean, the views were absolutely unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. It, and then the roads, that. there were just 25 mile an hour twisties that followed this river canyon all the way through and nice. around, and it takes you right up to Grand Junction. It was perfect. Sweet. Nice. So mm. perfect. So I'm going to ask you both a question I think I asked earlier. Uh, what At what point did you realize, holy shit, I'm doing this? <laughs> yeah, that one was coming. Yeah. You love that one. I love that one. Not it, close changed, that one. it changes every time. <laughs> I mean... I think I'm gonna keep my answer about the same. Once sure. I hit, once I hit Kansas, and about two hours in, Kansas, I was like giving my, I was reflecting <laughs> on everything because there's nothing else to do in Kansas. This <laughs> 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 popsicle stand. Yeah. yeah, and I think like my my antenna died, and so I didn't have music, and mm -hmm. I was just kind of like, God, what am I? 
I am I am like a state away. If I turn around, I have to go like four hours through Kansas again. I was like, I can't turn around. I have to keep going. Like I gotta keep going. Yeah, that's great. Nice. Yeah, it was. Can I, it's been unbelievable. Can I pitch in real quick? I met a guy that just emailed me. Uh, Denny's. He's an FJR, and we started talking, and he ended up buying me breakfast and filling my tank. Hey, oh, I saw that post. Wow. So he, he just emailed me and said, uh, "Hey, keep up with me. It was cool meeting you." So meeting See, people on the road is a great part of the adventure. I think that that's awesome. Whenever I meet a guy and talk to him, they send me the bill. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. You look like you have money. <laughs> I look like I'm poor and I smell horrible. So people feel bad for me. So I would like to try something new right now. Oh. A new uh-huh. little segment. Hopefully everyone is prepared for it. Yeah, Since we'll you guys sucked out. balls at playing 20 questions. You knew that though. That's your fault. No, you knew I, that going in. I, how many times could you guys say it's a yes or no question? <laughs> I know. Wasn't. But I want to try um, a little thing called what lubes your gears? Now, yeah. we, we've done what grinds your gears before, but what lubes your gears? And, of course, like all good uh, podcasting uh, segments, I've stolen this from another podcast. Uh, and they, they theirs is um, what's making you happy today. Stealing is so, yeah, a sincere form of flattery. There you go. Something like that. What? I'd like to go around the room and have everybody say something that's just uh that that it's been on their radar something that they've noticed or that pleased them in some way and i will start and say what's what's lubing my gears is (laughs) these uh these new jerseys i've been buying suzuki yeah 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 suzuki so on um aliexpress uh that you know i've been buying all this chinese stuff and trying it out um what, does it smell like from formaldehyde? Smell. No, I thought it's like it doesn't smell like formaldehyde. <laughs> <laughs> so the reason I've been wearing this jacket, like all you don't have to gas it, it out. Hey! hey! That's the shit, bro. Demoing it. Yeah. For people nice. not being able to see, he's stripping off his outer layer. Oh, I'm just getting started. So on AliExpress, <laughs> he's like a gym for a reason. The beginning. It's got the I've, Yamaha stripes on the sleeves, too. I have oh, found nice. these vintage dirt biking jerseys. Mm-hmm. They're brand new, but they're vintage jerseys. I'm wearing Suzuki. Jim's got a blue Yamaha. Um, I've got on order... I've also got a Kawasaki vintage, and the one that I'm so excited about, which <gasps> is the Eddie Lawson race uh, the, the Eddie race Lawson jersey. Dope. Mm-hmm. Eddie I'll Lawson race jersey, dude. That thing's dope, dude. Um, and these things are like fourteen dollars with free shipping. Wow, nice. So I'll say, I've been. I did a long ass ride yesterday and had like other undergarments from? on. Ride. And I've been wearing this thing, sweating balls for like the last hour. Because were you surprised that I had it on? Yeah, I was trying to like surprise you. Thank you. Um, but it's super comfortable. It had like like the Adidas Cool Max logo on it. No yeah. trademark symbol, but at least it said Cool Max. But it's I will Adidas. say, like I'm the first one to dump on the Bang Gong whatever stuff. But this shirt is pretty comfortable. Oh, you know where do you, where do you get it's them from? Uh, is that Adidas, the brand uh, with four stripes? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, stripe. it's AliExpress, A-L-I Express. Um, it's it's up there with Wish and Banggood. It's another one of these vendors for buying um, Chinese stuff. But I'm really enjoying now, these jerseys, and no, I've ordered a bunch more. And this is Amazon or? Uh, AliExpress. And what's the words I'm searching for here? Uh, oh, no, you order direct from them. It's yeah. like Toyota oh. has Lexus. Bang Bong has AliExpress. <laughs> okay. Retro motocross jersey. 
All right. Retro Motor. And so that's what's uh, yes, leaving my gears. But thank you. I think it's becoming my one of my favorite writing. Yeah. And long you know, shirts. i got to say, Jim, you look fabulous in it. <laughs> Liza, you look wonderful in that. Suzuki. There's a couple of <laughs> logos on that that I don't quite recognize. <laughs> and I'm, not, I'm not sure what that's all about. Oh, that's the manufacturer logo. That's, yeah. their, that's Highway's whatever 5G network they're trying to sneak into America. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's <laughs> subtle, like, uh, cultural uh, shift. So, knock. What's been lubing your gears? You know what? It's kind of a weird general thing, but um, all the cool YouTube videos on motorcycles and mostly about maintenance. Mm. Cool. Like there was a time, there's like a dark period in, <clears throat> in like history where you had to know bike guy or you had to go to a fucking, you got to know bike people to get to work on your bike, but now it's just like <laughs> all there, you know? It's so I, I, like uh, my ninja started to spring a, a oil seal leak in the water pump and it's weeping. And I was like, oh, I need to figure out how to do this. And I pulled up the factory service manual, but there's like YouTube videos on it. It's like, yeah, this is a common problem. You could fix it like this. It's really easy. Da 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 da. And they're like 10, 15 minute videos. You could just hit that 1.5 speed button so you could get that hit really quickly. <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, I, I like how, how all that information is out there now. Mm. And like, if you guys want to build a cafe racer, there's tips and tricks on how to make a cafe racer and know how to like, you know, beat the shit out of aluminum and use an English wheel and all that stuff. You know what I like is so. the Versus videos. Uh, not Versus, but I was watching one that was the uh, V-Strom versus the KLR. Right, right, right. Where yeah, people yeah, yeah. go out and compare mm-hmm. similar bikes that a lot of people may be considering. Which one I mean, should I get? Yeah, don't, mean, don't get me wrong. There's some real hot garbage out there where people who just either run on too long or they're editorializing too much or whatever, but it, there's still a lot of good content. And know, let's so. not forget our favorite YouTube channel, the Handsome Asians Motorcycle Club. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. gotta give them a shout out. Yeah, That's a good sure. one. Yeah. Good one, YouTube. So I'm trying to look at these uh, shirts, and I can't find a Honda one. Yes, they don't have a Honda. Mm. One. It's a Why? Honda. My boyfriend would love it. Honda. They got they got better lawyers. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Honda are very very protective of their logo. Yeah, very yes. protective of it. I feel like I want to get a tattoo of it now just to be in spite so, of face. <laughs> bagel. Yes. What's lubing your gears this week? Well, what's lubed my gears was going on a really long ride yesterday. Where'd you go? I hadn't done in a while. Uh, I went on the, uh, well, I did the Six Peaks Challenge. Oh, yeah, the Six Peaks. Oh, yeah, shit, that's oh, yeah. right. How was that? Uh, it was good. Uh, was it, it peaky? Was, it, oh, yes, there were lots of peaks. <laughs> um, I hit all six of them. And uh, basically, this is, it started out as the Three Peaks Challenge, where we'd ride around the, the, the Bay Area on scooters, mm-hmm. uh, going across the three highest peaks around the Bay, mm. uh, starting in San Jose, going across Mount Hamilton, and then up to uh, uh, to uh, to Mount Diablo, mm-hmm. and then uh, across Mount Diablo uh, through the Richmond Bay Bridge to uh, Mount Tamalpais, and then back down to uh, the South Bay again. Uh, except we've modified it since uh, Mount Amanum opened up last year. Uh, this is our most uh, our closest mountain to Santa, Santa Cruz, closest peak, and it was uh, in the process of being built out into a state park for the last decade or two. Mm. Finally opened it up, and uh, so we r- decided to ride up to the top to uh, before we started the Three Peaks Challenge, and then after we finished the third, the, the original third peak, then we would hit Twin Peaks in San Francisco right. to change it from Three Peaks to Six Peaks. So we did that for the first time last year, and so, did it again two, this year. San Francisco's too. Hold on. How, how many miles or hours total? Um, it was for me. It was about twelve hours total, uh, wow. from start to finish. Wow. What'd you say, Jim? 
Oh, Twin Peaks counts as two, right? <laughs> right, right, yep. And um, so we uh, we had uh, had a fairly small turnout this time. I was kind of surprised. Mm. Uh, there were only about uh, I think about ten people in all that uh, did the ride. I think eight that's, finished. That's a oh, that's okay. a fun amount. Cool. Yeah, like, that's yeah. a reasonable like mm-hmm. keep track of everybody. About. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was small, which was which was nice because in the past we've had a really big group and there were a lot of stragglers. You know, it just made yeah. for a really long day. Yeah. So so we we kept it kept it together pretty well, um, and. Uh, you know, it was it was really nice to to finally get on out get out on a long ride since I hadn't really done that since since last summer. Because uh, yeah, that's your bag, dude. Right? You, what's like, up? You like that's your bag. You like doing yeah. long ass rides. Yeah, yeah. I love doing long rides, and and I was and I realized how out of shape I was because I was mm. really hurting when I got back yesterday. Um, but I had a great time. Uh, also, found out that my bike is having some interesting handling issues, mm. which I didn't find out until I had was leaving to leaving from the top of Mount Hamilton to go down the backside. Is that peak three or that was first peak? First peak. First peak. Oh, that's yeah. Ooh. Early in the day, and and, and I was I was starting to wonder if I should turn back um, hmm. because well basically I think what's happening is my, my headset bearings I think are wearing out uh, and because when I go into a left turn the bike just kind of suddenly dips a little bit farther to the left all of a sudden at one point uh, and I'm just like oh so that, you've got to check, okay. check your tires you've, you've oh, got check a, the tires right. you've got a variable geometry motorcycle exactly yeah. so that's going to need to be fixed cool but, thanks bagel all right, right. Z, what's lubing your gears? So what lose my gears? Uh, I'm, I'm a simple woman. I like the fact that my valves are still in spec that I checked today. Nice. And that uh, my problems are totally fine and the bike is running fantastic. And I had a nice spark plug. Yeah, you Sweet. did. It was a good looking spark yeah. plug. He's it was a good just boy. the right shade of tan. Yes. Cappuccino. He's such a good boy. Nice. All right, Kendra, what's lubing your gears this week? Um, I just kind of have to brag not only on myself but also Arandi. Oh, um, oh. So we didn't get a we didn't rent a bike for this time in San Francisco, mm-hmm. and we've been working on our two up skills not Ooh. with him riding but with me riding. Hey, yeah. 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 Hey. So it's something we've wanted to get work it. on for a long time mm-hmm. and shattering gender stereotypes. Yes. Hey, I put men on the back of my bike all the time. Not, yeah. not to butt. I took, I, took, I, took, I took Electric Terry for a ride. Well, <laughs> he's alive. That's different. <laughs> <laughs> Let me. Let me tell you something about this, because just before we came into the podcast, as is my tradition, I jumped on Liza's scooter and went down to the local curry house to get myself chicken tikka masala. Mouth and on I fire. S- I see this bike coming back <laughs> towards me with two people on it, and it's Kendra riding it, Ew. and she's like, this is my fucking bike, you know, she's like, there, it's great. It's because I don't think you were here so when, I brought, when I pulled up with Wes in the back of mine, well, Liza was, though. It's, it's so funny. nice that he lets but, you do that. But you've I mean, got the technique. Yeah. It's your bike, no. though, right? Oh. Well, who I pays, know, you, who pays the insurance? Uh. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> no, that's really awesome. Yeah, and I mean, we went down <clears throat> some really cool highways yesterday, and we stopped at... Is it Alice's? Alice's. Yeah. Yeah. And we pulled up next to all these guys, and we were getting ready to leave, and they're like... Wait, what? Like, what? <laughs> what? I bet they're all like In sixty plus face. year olds. Yeah, no, it's, oh, it's like, sure. yeah, motherfucker, this happens. Those damn young kids. And I'm just curious though, like when you're riding, do you wear your strap on? <laughs> well, is that I got a how question it works? Too. I, I think what is that called? Pegging? <laughs> she doesn't have to. Do they sell I'm bitch fell off t-shirts? Emma, can you can you give us a little? <laughs> 
<laughs> what I'll say though is, is well said because you should be because coming from Missouri, the roads here are not simple. We've had a lot of people come from the Midwest out here and we take them for what we think is a simple ride and they freak out. So you should feel very, very. I was good I was yeah. one of those from Oklahoma. There is no <laughs> curves, and then I went to Beartooth in the same week that I started on the road, and it was totally just a shock. So yeah. you start realizing yes. how smooth you need to be when you two up, huh? Oh, oh dude, it's like yeah. a totally different game. You're having yeah. all that mass. I mean, we've done a little bit. I mean, back in Missouri, but I told him like whenever he got on my bike the first time here, I was like, dude, you're just luggage. You're just like my backpack. Like that's all. <laughs> And he's like, okay. So, I, I mean, riding across country with another 60, 70 pounds on the back of my bike, pretty, maybe not that much. But maybe 30, 40 <laughs> pounds. But, I mean, it... He looks about 60, 70. Maybe 90 weight. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about our weight right now. No, I was talking this. about my, my luggage. Oh, your luggage. Okay. Uh, so, like, riding with that much in my, on the thing. back of my bike has helped me adjust a How lot. How do you feel he is as a passenger? Because I know I'm a really bad passenger because you, your center of gravity goes up and you're trying to counter steer because you feel like you're leaning too much. Yeah. I find that the most experienced riders make crappy passengers. So how, does, how is he as a passenger? I'll, I'll let her tell the story, but like the last ride we took between when we were working on, uh, we replaced the chain today. Thank you again, Emma, for all the help you, you did. Yes. Um, Lifesaver. We went on, uh, we went I, through. I gave you the kit. <laughs> you did. You were you were clutch okay. with pulling we out the, 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 the and the torque wrench yeah. and the torque yeah, wrench. Yeah, the tools. So no, no, no sprockets, <laughs> just chain. Wow, just chain. really? Oh, you guys didn't All do right, sprockets. So, we sorry. couldn't order in time, you but so we went to we went up through Empire Grade mm-hmm. and then we went yeah, to Felton nice. and then we came back on uh, Highway Nine. Nine. Mm-hmm. Is what it is. And so that that's the trip we took. And then uh, I went up through Empire Grade, I think just past Felton. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, you want to trade off? Because I was I was riding. Uh, I was I was. What is it? Driving in charge. I was, operating. I was, operating. Uh, yeah. I, was, yeah. I was the main man in that in that scenario, and then I was like, "Hey, let's the switch around." <laughs> and so we swapped, and then. Oh well, it's just like right as we got on, he started like throwing his weight over, and I'm just like, <laughs> "Okay, you can stop. Like, just yeah. hold on and like pair with me." And then I had to like tell him exactly. It's weird to vocalize like yeah. how you become a passenger because I've been riding on the back of his bike for <laughs> six years, yeah. so it's kind of like I'm used to that stuff. And then I'm like, "God, what do I do? Like, I just don't look sometimes. Like, sometimes you're mm-hmm. leaning, and I'm like." okay we're going that way you know and it's like you just can't see you have to learn to relax a lot more as a passenger and and let them control the lean and you're exactly right for me it's like putting my ego aside she's like you 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 need to stop moving and i was like i'm just doing everything right and then i'm like wait a minute let me just think about i didn't say it makes you nervous though it makes me nervous over here like oh you're leaning too much you're leaning too much and i'm trying to i'm like don't counter steer don't counter steer don't counter steer all right one one just real quick one thing that i like to tell passengers is is just don't make any sudden movements if you need to shift just do it slowly you know, easy. Don't do it in the middle of a turn. Also, you know, wait till we're upright and moving forward. <laughs> All right. So, Arande, what is lubing your gears? You know, what she mentioned was a, was a was a really cool moment. But I I want to combine it with Knox's question that I didn't answer. Oh yeah, yeah, that's essentialism. Right, that's right. Yeah. Um. So when we were in the Olympic Peninsula area, mm-hmm. it was just so cool watching because I did rent a motorcycle, so we had two separate motorcycles, and it was great watching her just killing these corners. You know, just in front. You know, after yeah. she's been riding for like you know three or four thousand miles. Uh, on this whole trip so it's like we're just riding through and she's killing those corners and you know the sun is just just right and then you can see the clouds on the side and, and yeah these gorgeous valleys um that was like the that was the moment and and it's what makes me happy it's what lubes my gears yeah 
So it's cool because you have this visual, you have this emotional connection to this visual too, and it's like it's gonna be with you forever, dude. You know, oh, yeah, you won't yeah. forget that. That's cool. Whoa, totally. commitment. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, Harrison, you're up next. What's lubing your gears this week? Uh, these roads around here, man, they're just. Like I said, there's nothing like this in the Midwest. Yeah. I mean, every once in a while there'll be a river road that's a little curvy, but you know we don't have mountains. We don't have mountain roads, mm-hmm. and it's you know I've never had such a good time on a motorcycle, and I've been riding for several years at this point. So isn't, wow. isn't it wild when you're you're climbing quite a steep grade and you're still doing turns? Yeah, and it it's a technique to get it, but it's when such you a great do, feeling, it's like though. friggin' flying. And I'll tell you, I did send you the wrong way. Because I'll tell you, one of my favorite things riding up here in the hills is when we are up in the mountains and it's hot. And then when you're heading towards the ocean and you come over one of those crests and suddenly you get that cold ocean ocean air. Uh, But yesterday I was in Pacifico doing the Dames Don't Care collective thing that I was talking to. And it's a great ride, great ride. I was taking 280 because I got behind on time. And I hit like Pacifica and get on one. And then it's just like this giant fog of fog mm. i don't know it was horrible yeah, by the it was like raining without raining yeah so you were hanging out with the dames don't care mm-hmm. they were awesome was rosa yeah she came yeah. oh fantastic and emily and Lori and a couple Sweet. other mm-hmm. girls miriam they were all great women so i'm glad you got to experience the roads we are truly yeah. fortunate here and uh yeah glad you got to experience it jim uh, I'd I'm say, afraid to ask what's moving no, no, your no, ears. No, no, no. Uh, I'd say it's the people I meet when I'm riding down the street. Um, huh. I've been taking some real long trips too lately, getting out in the middle of the nowhere, and you always end up, or at least I've, I've always ended up running into a couple of other motorcyclists, and they're just always very nice, very kind. The ones without the guns. <laughs> yeah, but we did have a conversation about guns and, <laughs> and whatnot, a whole other story. But I've, I've met some really... Well, pretty much everyone I meet is super nice, and everyone has good information. So I've really been stoked on uh, the community and meeting people randomly in weird spots yeah. and talking to them. It doesn't take much. Like I ran into a guy out on Highway 5 yesterday. Mm-hmm. It was a guy on a R9T, and he was all skinny and shit. I'm like, i got to go see what this guy's all about. <laughs> and, well, come on, in the middle of Highway 5. being skinny. And, uh, uh, so anyway, and just chatting, and, and he was super nice and interesting. So and skinny and shit. And, yeah. The judgment. Yeah, but um, so he probably anyway, can't help his weight. Uh, I really enjoy the people I meet out riding. It's always very yeah. Everybody kind of wants, especially like when you're doing kind of those rides where you're in the middle of fucking nowhere. You meet like a specific type of person who just wants you to do well and wants you to experience so what they've seen. You know, it's funny. I did meet a guy in the middle of nowhere, and the conversation we had is, he goes, "What do you think the chances if I park here, someone's going to shoot out my tires?" Because they don't want me here, and if they shoot my tires out here, I'm fucked. Was, was, that, was that near the building that had that thing spray painted on it? Oh, the ghost town with the building that said "I see you." Creepy as fuck, dude. Yeah, exactly where it was. Because people back there are fucking nuts, and if they don't want, and he well, funny is he had a trials bike in the back oh, of his yeah. pickup. Oh, there you go. And I'm oh, like, nice. dude, you are an hour and a half from the nearest anything, and you came out here to ride trials. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Rock hopping. Good one, Jim. All right. Nathan, what's lubing your gears? Well, then, what's lubing my gears? Um, part of it's just what uh, Dean was saying, because I've been with him just riding through the mountains. Yeah. Um, we also have uh, the Miata soft top, so we've, 
we've uh, been taking that out and that's been a, that's been a whole lot of fun as well oh i so. i used to have a uh, little convertible and i called it my four-wheeled motorcycle i used to love to mm. take it up into the hills and actually one of the there was a couple of reasons i got rid of it one of them was i thought this is how i'm gonna die <laughs> because Dude. on my motorcycle i'm much more aware of the risk of going too fast into a turn mm. on, with a cliff but in the car i was taking bigger risks yeah, yeah you could yeah and i'm this like i'm gonna go off the edge rip. one day there's definitely <laughs> yeah. on certain parts of highway nine just past boulder creek there is like a midnight club where guys do fucking full-on drift sessions and i've yeah i've gone out there like when i when i first started riding like at like 11 30 at night because i wasn't able to go to sleep and there were just guys going Bruh! like you know <laughs> how are they doing so they're racing chickens? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, they had chickens coming out of the exhaust. They're <laughs> full of like, initial de-drifting sideways. I'm like, oh my god, these guys. Can you combine that side. noise with the uh noise? <laughs> <laughs> Is that okay? Does that work? You know, that, it reminds me, when I worked at Monterey Peninsula, there was a young man who had a tuned up Japanese car mm-hmm. and he used to drive past the shop <laughs> every day at four o'clock <laughs> and it sounded exactly <laughs> like somebody having an accident in their trousers yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then there was another one that sounded exactly like Chewbacca. <laughs> Someone make the noise. Subaru, it's a Subaru. All right, Emma, I saved you for last. What is lubing your gears? You know what made me really happy? What, well, what makes me generally happy? I've got a shocking confession to make. I mean, I've been mm-hmm. messing around with these things for so long. Mm-hmm. I kind of almost enjoy working on them more than riding them. Isn't that awful? You don't say. But hang on, there's more. <clears throat> so when I see somebody work on a bike and they're obviously quite new to it and they're really getting stuck in, mm-hmm. it's great. And Kendra, you made me happier today than I have <laughs> all week because she's doing this chain. And I said, Kendra, you're going to need this, this and this. And she got that, that and that. And I leave her to it, and then ten minutes later, I go over and check it out. She black hands, black, <laughs> and there's just like grease everywhere, it's and there's shit awesome. everywhere, and it's exactly where I want it to be. <laughs> and it, it it really made me very, very happy. It's fun, it's fun all, helping people who listen. Well, it's, it's yeah, it's not it's just not me. that, and it it really gets down <laughs> to the relationship we actually have with these bikes, because. We're so attached to them, and it's such a visceral part of our existence. Working on them and keeping them up and keeping them in good condition becomes an almost religious experience. Okay. And giving it away to work, have a mechanic work on it, it's almost like giving away your husband or your wife or something and say, well, do what you need to do with them and just bring them back. I got a quick (laughs) question for you. Yeah. Uh, Are you now just... Is it easier for you now to just not do the work and just let people do the work? Oh, yeah. Because here's the thing. You go to the garage, and uh, you want to do the work, and I'm like, let them do the work. And it's... No, is that no, easier well, for you now? Or yeah, is it like, it, 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 you know, you're so fucking passionate about it, but you got to just, you know what I mean? like Step back and, and watch. Yeah. No, I, I take a huge amount of pleasure in seeing somebody like Kendra, who's starting out on a motorcycle working journey, mm-hmm. and just doing it great now i know you're going to get back to that v-strom and why i was wrenching on it right 
But, I mean, that was some weird stuff. Yeah. We had a V-Strom down here that was a Hawaii bike. The ABS unit had failed. And it not only failed, it had rusted shut. Oh, interesting. So we couldn't actually Mm. pump any fluid through it. So what I had to do was actually kind of scratch my head and figure out how to bypass the ABS unit Mm -hmm. without switching the ABS light on and actually getting it. So when he trumped on the rear brake pedal, he got rear braking. We did it. But, I mean, it would take... It wasn't very usual by the book. No, exactly. And it would take twice as long to explain, say, hey, you need to do this, this, and this, Mm -hmm. rather than me say kind of okay let's so, kind of fly by that so, you were being an actual mechanic as opposed to teaching somebody how to work on a bike in that particular case in that case okay. because that is some weird stuff yeah i would be very happy if ever i find myself physically unable to work on bikes anymore and that day is actually <clears throat> getting quite close because mm-hmm. my body is just friggin' ruined mm. don't I, make it sad i would be extremely happy being a teacher Mm. I could always see myself teaching motorcycle mechanics at a community college. Can I speak mm-hmm. from like an outsider, like just having listened to the podcast and I've seen and I've heard, you know, when you first came on board, how no, you it, can't, it, you can't, it, sorry. Oh no, <laughs> but it was it was a theme where it's like Emma, like stop stop doing all the work kind of thing you know but but and, and so that might have been something that's been kind of ingrained as, a, as an emma thing but sure. coming over here you know for the first time and, and seeing her she did she she just broke down this is the first step this is the second step this is the third step i'm gonna walk away and that's what you know kendra and i were, were left to figure out you know where the tools were you know and all this stuff and and, and she did an excellent job especially with these you know for us, it's like this is the first time we've changed our, our chain, mm-hmm. you know. But but for her, it's like this is this is a this is a normal thing, that, you know. So she she did an excellent job just breaking down everything you need to do, taking some time off, and then coming back and making sure we were doing everything correctly. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. You see, so that was awesome. well. But the pleasure I got in seeing Kendra just completely covered in crap, and <laughs> it's like go test ride your bike, and then we realized that she's just too filthy to ride the bike. Yeah, it's like I literally don't want to touch anything. <laughs> the juxtaposition between her skin tone. Exactly. I mean, she's got a good tan now, but like normally quite, quite pale. Yeah, no, Kendra is definitely pale and bl- <laughs> there is nothing as dirty on a bike as the chain, so there was a lot of blackness. It was awesome. great. So that, that worked out pretty well. Thank you guys for trying that. I think that's something we might try in the future. Um, I think we have time to do some Emails now. Email. Let's start with Bagel. You've yes. got uh, you've Mail got one there. Time. Who's this Mail from? Time. I have something that's folded in half. Yeah, you do. Which usually means it's an email we've already read and just needs to be thrown away. But I don't think this is no, the case it's here. Not. This has written on it from Sheila in Texas to Bagel. Hey, Woo. Sheila. And should I open this up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She sent this said, hey, this is for Bagel. Take a Ooh. look. This Whoa. is a Deus Ex Machina scooter, a dirt wow. scooter. Ooh, I want to see. Yeah, because you keep talking about making a dirt that. scooter, and we're all waiting for it. That is yeah, very bagel. interesting. It looks like they took uh, what appears to be a Lambretta LD, possibly an NSU Prima, uh, and made it into a dirt bike. Show, it's show got, the room. Show the room. It's, it's got... Well, it's it's got uh, a what looks to be an original fork that may mm-hmm. maybe been extended, but has spoke wheels, a disc brake, and knobby tire on the front, and uh, same on the back. I'm dying of curiosity over here. And it's got some sort of I don't know what kind of engine that is. 
Uh, it's definitely not a scooter engine because it's got a big kickstart on the side uh, <laughs> and a big cylinder sticking tree, out the front. Um, but it definitely looks like it's two-stroke. And Ooh. well, actually, I can take that back. It might not be two-stroke. That's that's a big. Um, All right, let everyone see. Yeah, yeah. I'll wow. be the judge of that. Very interesting. Goddamn. Yeah. Ooh. So De- cool. Deus Ex Machina, they make some really cool stuff, and I love that they're working with a scooter. And yeah. making a dirt scooter. Yeah, that is very interesting. Yeah, so thank you, Sheila, for yeah. sending sure, that thank in. You. Shall I tell you we what engine Sheila. that is? Uh, is hold it? on, uh, I'm guessing it's going to be like a, a CRF. No, it's a life. It's a life fan. Life one. Oh, it's, it's a life fan. Life fan one fifty. Oh, okay. Huh. Wow. <clears throat> Hurry up, bagel. Leebong. Mm-hmm. I want to well, ride this when you're done with it. <laughs> you know, I I think the gentleman would be a lot more handsome if he now smiled. Let me see this. That means bagel. Do you have <laughs> Tell any people to smile? Do you have any engineless scooters? Everyone that, looks better when they that smile. That we can throw a life fan into. Oh, it is a life fan. Uh, maybe. Leebong. <laughs> I mean, I that's what I bought and put into that um, well, the dirt bike I sold to Sage. There's like 350 with all the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It's just that, 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 well, with the monocoque scooters, it's really difficult to shoehorn any other kind of engine in there because of the mm. way that it's set up. Um, Looks like they cut the frame to have yeah, the, the, the head yeah. come out the front. Well, yeah. I was, yeah, it's pretty cool. They definitely did some modifications there. I, I thought a monocoque was a chicken okay, with one wing. Stop. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, Grow get up. Into that. Uh, All right. Grow up. Knock. You have an email. To <laughs> <work>. Yes. <laughs> okay. This one's. Uh, uh, I don't see any information in the top. Man. Okay, okay. Hey gang, emailed you twice before and even got to read on the podcast. <laughs> even got read on the podcast. Such a fulfilling experience hearing Knock. That's how I spell his name in my mind. He spelled it at K N O K, which is that's fine. <laughs> you could call me Susan if you want to. It's fine. Hey Stumble Susan. <laughs> Stumble over my long ass email. So my two thousand. 2017 Red SZ07 was stolen from Owing Mills, Maryland, Baltimore area. Yeah, last Monday, and it's broken my heart. She's my baby, or was anyways, and I'm having a lot of conflicting feelings. Every exhaust sound in the distance, uh, distance sounds like her, Mm. and uh, but I'll have to, but I have to tell myself that that's four cylinders, you fool. Instead (laughs) of uh, instead of a parallel twin, apparently, right? I think they're parallel twin FC7. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Anyways. that's four cylinders, you fool. You should never beg for attention like that. Uh, exaggerating warning for everyone. Exaggeration warning for everyone. My persistent online hunt for the next bike now makes me feel like a cheating husband whose wife died suddenly. <laughs> okay. Oh. I, I, yeah. I understand that. To that. I yeah. understand no, that. No, I get oh, it, dude. Weren't we just talking about this like five minutes ago, this relationship we mm-hmm. had with our bikes? Oh, yeah. The poor fellow's been violated. He had his baby stolen. Well, actually, it's it's not even like, you know, somebody died. It's just missing. It's gone. Yeah. Nobody knows who, where it you is. Need, There's like, no closure back. to it. You need yeah. closure, darling. Yeah. Closure. I, I felt that way when died. I started looking on, you know, pet, foster pets. Yeah, but he's with us now, darling. Yeah. yeah. In his box. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been looking uh, at the MTO 9 or FJO 9, mm-hmm. Tracer mm-hmm. 900. Both uh, bikes are two insurance groups are both bikes are two insurance groups more expensive. I would like to know if the bikes targeted towards older demographics, i.e. cruisers. Sorry, Mike. (laughs) Your dad, which makes you old, uh, adventure-style bikes, etc., are stolen less than the truly rad bikes, motards, hyper-nakeds, or sports. Hmm. I I read that sentence to Mike earlier. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Who is this, Paul? (laughs) Uh, Your podcasts are awesome. Emma History uh, on the CB750 was amazing. Your Instagram account actually convinced 
convinced me to sign up for Instagram. Good job, Jim. Nice. Yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks for all you do. Cheers, Gabriel. Oh, thanks, Gabriel. Yeah. Instantgram. How about that? Mm-hmm. I mean, you're the you're the Instagram <laughs> guru, there, Jim. So. You know, so that that is interesting that he's looking at insurance rates and yeah. that they're, well, they're higher insurance rates. And this is something I never considered, but let me tell Part you something right now. Insurance companies have a hit list, and yep. the most unusual mm-hmm. bikes get on it. So um, when I bought that RF900, I'm like, yeah, it's a 25-year-old Suzuki bike. What Shouldn't I be did, expensive. Yeah, what I didn't realize, that bloody bike is on every hit list of insurance companies. Mm. And I said to I said to my insurance uh, broker, I said, look, I'm paying 200 bucks a year for this fuel-ejected Guzzi 1100. How the <laughs> hell are you going to justify 500 bucks a year for the RF9? $500? Yes. And she said... It's is that on just a- liability? <laughs> she said, no, this is full coverage. Oh, okay. She said, yeah, it's on the shit list. <laughs> and so we, we actually had to shop around, and I got a much better quote. But that bike, together with Jixas, together yeah. with R1s, together, is on a shit list. Okay, well, what, year, wait, what year is your bike? Squints. 94. Is that like they're using 94 rates? Is that what it was? Like this bike was the hot shit to get stolen there back in 94? No, there weren't enough of them around to get stolen. I don't... Interesting. And this is the point I'm coming across. It's almost like... Bikes have a reputation. Yeah. So, like, Jixas have a reputation. Our <laughs> ones have a reputation. But it sucks that we get punished for everyone else's fuck ups on the same bike. You know, the, the RF900 the was a baby. terrible seller. If that was Suzuki's flagship, they'd be bankrupt by now. It's a great bike, but it didn't sell. Yeah, so, where, it's on, rare. where on earth did they get this information from mm-hmm. that it warrants such an expensive premium? But even now, even though I've got my insurance down to manageable levels, it is still twice as much to insure as my Guzzi 11. And I'll say it is worth calling yeah. because, like, um, now that I'm into adventure bikes, because they're leader bikes, a lot of times they'll throw them into the same yeah. you know, class yeah. as yeah. sport leader bikes. Yeah. And right. you kind of say, hey, my, yeah, so my shop K- around. My KTM 990 is like three times yeah. all my other bikes. Mm. I'm like, wait, what? Right. And the good news so, for us <clears throat> as bikers, we have got a massive amount more choice now. When I was fresh off the boat in the early 90s you insured your bike with McGraw and that was it mm-hmm. and they, you got, they you were a free pretty, pack of cigarettes too yeah, yeah. they were pretty much the only game in town now everyone's doing it and they're all pretty much the same so, coverage so shop around I can tell you the bikes that are stolen more frequently are the ones that they can get to mm-hmm. yeah the ones parked on the street right, mm-hmm. right. Opportunity, um, yeah. a cover is a great turret though <clears throat> A cover? Mm-hmm. It helps. Um, I, I mean, there's alarm uh, systems. Um, I believe one, a of the disc questions, one of the questions they ask you is if it's garaged or not, right? Yeah, right. Depending yeah. on what insurance company yeah, depending you are. on where you're at, But too. don't fib. Do yeah. not fib. Oh, for sure. Because if you say your bike is garaged and it's stolen from outside your house... They won't cover you. They will not cover you. Wow. Where was your bike parked? Oh, I just parked it on the street because I was just inside having my dinner. Mm-hmm. They won't yeah. pay you. Hmm. Because... It's in the clause. If you say your bike is garaged and they base your insurance premium on that, the, whenever you are at home, whether you're home for half an hour, whether you're at home overnight, that bike had better be in the garage. So there's a heads up. But does it really account that if like if your garage door is not closed? 
Uh, and, I guess and if you file the police, mm-hmm. well, I know, I know well, people I that know. left their garage open and they're in the backyard for two hours and they come out. And I'm like, Z, gone. why in the world do you have to worry about a garage? I can dream, okay. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, the answer is um, they're going to steal whatever they can, but sport bikes are the most frequently. Always. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, 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 and dirt bikes. Yeah. But um, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't make your decision based upon what they're less likely to steal. If you really don't want them to steal it, spray paint it pink. <laughs> or, you should, or you could do a really horrible purple camo like I did. Exactly. <laughs> and put a milk or, crate on it. Or ride a scooter. Don't yeah. those get stolen too, though? They get stolen too, yeah. <laughs> really? Or, oh, or, yeah. Uh, or get a Buell, then you end up with two of them in your garage. Right <laughs> That's not right. <laughs> I like Buells. They're fun bikes. Nice. Um... And I guess, uh, is it worth putting a disable um, switch? Can't you just reroute Some around those things? Do. Some, yeah, some people do. Some people, they don't write them off. Find they they don't write them off. They just it put them in a van. Right. Yeah, just a couple of dudes. Shall I tell you what um, the most effective anti-theft deterrent for your bike is by far but it only applies to certain bikes if your bike has a center stand Mm -hmm. if you figure out a means of putting a padlock Mm. so the center stand can't be pushed up yeah it's a frigging nightmare because you can't move the bike because it's on its center stand you can't push it but more importantly especially if it's a big bike can't lift it in a bloody van either yeah. Yeah, because my bike the centre like stands down Kawasaki got wise to this and I don't know why they didn't carry it on but in the early 80s KZ 1300 KZ 1100 KZ 1000 shaft they all had locking centre stands wow. and they had big like aluminum footrest plates and in the middle of the footrest plate there was a, a key yeah. switch, and cool. you put your ignition key in, turn it, you lock your center stand down. Nice. Yeah, and, they, and they dropped it, and I don't know why. Mm. But Extra money. Yeah, well, yeah. there you go. But it's an absolute... If your center stand is locked down, it's virtually impossible. Yeah, I have stay. a 300-pound bike. You just pick it up and take you, it. Well, well, yeah. And also, if, if they're putting anti-theft devices on their bikes... That means less of them are going to get stolen, and less of those people are going to end up go out and buy another one, I suppose, too. You know what? <laughs> I'd be kind of tempted. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to make to put like a GPS tracker on a bike. Yeah. So if it does go mm-hmm. missing, you can say, track "Oh, it's down. right there." <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I've heard a lot of people do and that. The, and then your second line is a shotgun. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people do that with because um, if they sell them for bikes, it's it's expensive. But I've heard people use like the pet, the ones you get for pets. Oh, exactly. Yeah. 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 Really cheap. And like mm-hmm. like kind of super glue put, it inside the frame. You put so motorcycle on anything, and the price goes like five times right. more expensive. Yeah. What, what's yeah. the one? Lojack. Lojack. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, they're the guys who've been so, in yeah, it forever. So yeah, I guess I mean it's unfortunate. Like the most, the best insurance, the best anti-theft device is an insurance policy that's really good for you. I mean, it sucks, but that's just the way it is, unfortunately. There you go. So um, I wanted to just revisit with all of our guests here. I I hope you all had a a good time today. Yeah. You got to to meet a lot of the crew. You you guys said that uh, where we, did we we just put on a show for the podcast or we'd like that all the time? We um, like that. Like that. Actually We're trying to get us today. to go on our naked Checks in the mail, buddy. Checks in the mail. <laughs> well, <laughs> and, and I didn't say that um, somebody in the room got dicked. Mm. Oh, that was a good one. Oh, y'all. Yeah. Oh, you were prepared so to. Immature. So you thought. And, I'm gonna, yeah. At this point, I'm going to say it's Kendra's bike. So it was her. Oh, <laughs> oh. Stop. And I do want to say, um, I you really got a good feel, though. Even though you knew to probably expect it, 
you also got to experience how professional we are, how many people were involved. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. the distraction, huh? the conversation, the plant, the picture, what happened. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Yes, it it's like a big happened. show. It's like if you guys were to plan like a bank heist, it, it right, you know, it's just the same type of deal, you know? Yeah, we're, yes. like, we're like the Ocean's 8 of Dickens. We're good with the rubber dicks. Yeah, Instead of right. guns, we just come in with dildos. If you got a bag of rubber dicks, you better watch out. <laughs> but um, I wanted to find out from each of you what your up the butt bikes are. Mm-hmm. Oh, Kendra, you got a look on your face right now. <laughs> well, mine is hopefully in the. All right, near stop future. squirming as you're saying that. It's making me uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> it's an uncomfortable so, question. Oh, I'm still, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so quit visualizing. No, just, right. re- just relax. It makes it easier. Oh my gosh, oh, you guys my. are making me more nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Does not help at all. Right. The words are just relaxed. Deep breaths. All right. What's your up the butt bike? <laughs> um, currently, it's a Triumph Tiger Low. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're talking an 800 or a 1100? 1100. Yeah. Oh, very Those are 1200s, nice. I think. 12? I nice. think it was 12. Yeah, 1200. Yeah, that is a oh. hell of a motorcycle. Nice. That reminds me, Jim. I just saw in the news that they've announced a new Africa Twin 1100. Mm. Yeah, it's not coming out yeah. yet, right? They yeah. just announced yeah. it. Does Maybe that, that could stay on your list. For the next one. No, my list is complete at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Arande, what is your up the butt bike? So for me and I'm not going to go into like the historical ones and all of that. Um, I, I if I get a bike, I want to ride it. Mm, um, okay. My dream bike mm-hmm. has always been a Super Duke 1290. Mm, it's a new model. It's a good bike. Yeah, that that, <laughs> that would be very just my favorite. Worthy. Very. Um, however, having said, like I mean. Haven't been there sexually, <laughs> but if, if somebody's offering a, you know, make so an is that offer, a big enough prize? Is that you know, a big enough prize? Come on, you I, guys, I would you guys, say hey. negotiable. You guys you know. spent a couple of days in San Francisco. You should be I haven't been offered like a DR650 or anything, but like, you know. It doesn't have to be up the butt, it can just be a prostate massage. (laughs) (laughs) A little rim. All right. Harrison, what is your up the butt bike? Uh, Right now, I'd probably have to go with uh, EBR 1190 RX. Yeah, it's a good one. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And. I guess when, once you go Buell, you don't go back? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just start collecting them all. Oh, yeah. That's actually a thing. Like when Nock was saying, you end up with another one in your garage. Yep. It's true. Yep. Most of the Buell owners have two or three. Mm-hmm. And, you, and you don't have the fear of not getting parts for it. That doesn't mean you got to have parts still, bikes. They're still supported, right? The yeah, no, there's yeah. st- still yeah. parts support. You can actually buy one brand new. They also handle it out of parts. I mean, it's only like 20 cow. grand or yeah. something. But yeah, that's wow. cool. Though. Well, when they went out of business, they were selling them like half price. Those oh, yeah. were deals. Yeah, you could, you could get a brand new one for like six six something yeah it was what ridiculous. really yeah yeah. Damn. yeah and everyone was afraid oh you can't get parts don't get it don't get it and that's what everyone's saying so they were just like dumping them all right i nathan i think you're ready yep because you don't even have a bike no i don't have a bike i do like a lot of historic bikes though so I think probably the coolest bike i've seen that i really want i don't yeah. think i'll ever get one um really but, really want yes <laughs> i really 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 want now, i've been to the um so imperial war museum in london they've got okay. a absolutely beautiful a bmw um mm. i think it's a r75 
Oh, with the, mm. the desert, with yep. the desert, with a desert camo, sidecar, machine gun, you know the whole works. <laughs> Indestructible bike. Absolutely, it's beautiful. So that's what that's my up. That bike. is a first. Uh, somebody listed a bike with a sidecar, but you throw in the machine oh, look, gun, and I get it. <laughs> I get it. This is cool, dude. I get that it. That MG43 is real, hell yeah. Yeah, but look at look at the tires. You know, big Ooh, balloon yeah. tires. Great looking Dope. machine. But awesome. but Ural is same bike, no? Ural <laughs> 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 is not same bike. I'd get uh, this bike in uh, twenty five hundred rounds of ammo. That'd be sweet. Yeah. <laughs> so I might as well. I think I don't remember if we announced, but in a couple of weeks, uh, some of us are going to be doing a trip down to L.A. Smelly to go do some interviews and fun stuff. I'm looking forward to that. And Bagel yep. is going to be running the shop. I the Bagler. Yes. End the podcast. Goddamn. Yes, indeed. I hope I hope so. Oh yeah. Um Nock, have you decided whether you're gonna come with us yet? Uh I'm gonna hang out with my friend Sam, do some dumb motorcycle. He's shit not up there. but I'm not Mike may be coming with oh, us. Oh, that'll be all right. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Mike would enjoy the shit out of it. Oh yeah. Yeah. What so, will he oh he's he'll ride the Z thousand, I'm sure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we'll just keep waiting for him. No, he's better. He does, he's he's not <laughs> he's not as hard to travel with anymore. Oh yeah. Since he quit smoking. <laughs> He's better. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, we still got a lot of projects going on. Um, We're more, always... more people coming to visit. I love the visitors. Thank you guys all for coming. This has been like the bonanza of visitors this summer. It's we have been so, so many fun. goddamn visitors. It's great. I love it. Come over and hang out and drink some shit beer with us. Yeah, so <laughs> not doesn't have to talk to Can't me. Do. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. So thank you guys for coming. And um, thank you, everyone, for emailing and for just listening. We appreciate it so much. And just remember, you can go to MotorcyclesAndMisfits.com. Find our links to everything there. And uh, if you want any shirts, hit me up. RecycleMotorcycleGarage at gmail.com. Extra large and double XL only. And um, I think I think that's it. Anyone else have anything else to... F- to fill in or anything coming up? Romania. <laughs> Romania. Yeah. I can't get it off my mind. I'll just do a quick shout yeah. out to uh, uh, Rob that came by earlier today. Rob Montgomery. Yeah, right. He was, what a nice guy. We learned so much information. But what I wanted to pass on, because this has been frustrating me for a while, that he shared with us was an app for your phone <gasps> for navigating. Right. And I've been checking <clears throat> it out. And I think it's Gaia. This is cool. G A I A G P S dot com. And I'll just tell you real quick, but it, it works off satellite, not cell phone towers. So G- I think how do you look like it? Gaia. Fuck you, knock. Yeah. Yeah. And um, <laughs> but but it works off satellites, not cell phone towers. So I think as long as you can see some blue sky, more or less you're good. But what was dope about it is it's up to date. It's super easy to you use. And what he had showed us is you can put different layers on there. So obviously like a street map. But you can also do uh, U.S. Forest Service roads. Mm. You can what? do topo maps. You can do um, National Geographic's maps. Wow! And you can layer it and customize it. Um, I went a GPS, huh? Yeah, I went ahead Goddamn. and subscribed to the you know the pay for version, which I think was about thirty bucks a year. Um, but <laughs> That's I'm cheap. I'm stoked on on using it, especially. Well, I think most of us have been out in the middle of nowhere where you're not exactly sure where you're going. Yeah. So I'm stoked to kind of use this and check it out. So I it was a good reference from him. He's used it for a while, and he's the kind of guy that could use whatever whatever system he wanted and he's dialed it back into this so i just want to say a shout out thank you for all the info he gave us this morning hmm. um, and pass that on this is interesting yeah it's the people you meet when you're riding down the street yeah guy at gps and jim also shout out to your co-worker who sold you some really oh. cool 
you want some luggage? Oh yeah, I mean it's I mean I don't know it's not a big deal. You know you get a, an adventure bike and then you just start. It's a it's a platform yeah. you add things to. So I, this week this last week I did proper uh, bark busters, you know, brush guards, and I did proper engine guards. But the luggage that shit adds up, you know. Mm-hmm. And spending, and my man. concept with this bike is I want to buy stuff that I don't have to buy anything for another ten or fifteen years, right? Right. And um, but luggage you could look at it fifteen hundred dollars. Easy. Quick. Oh, good. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. You can burn grand, through that yeah. very quickly. So, yeah, yeah. So Liza, you brought it up. So I had a buddy at work uh, who had an FJ, an FJR, I think, and had luggage on it. Traded it in, but they don't give you the trade-in value for the luggage, so he took it all off. And I got the rear, the top case and the side cases for four hundred bucks. Perfect. Say, there's a great company yeah. called Solo Box. Mm-hmm. They make aluminum panniers, uh, two different sizes, and they are super cheap. You mean affordable. aluminum panniers? <laughs> yes, yeah. pennies. Yes, but they they're a great company to look up, and they're super affordable. Aluminum panties or something else, darling. <laughs> okay. Like when you showed us your Pinoche earlier. <laughs> it was sure, not covered in yeah. aluminum. Do, 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 and I think do, do, on that do, do, note, I think we're ready to get out of here. Thanks everyone for listening. <laughs> this is Liza. This is Knock. Mm-hmm. Bagel. Emma Darling. Z Traveler. Kendra. Parandi. Pinocchi Jim. Oh, <laughs> wait. Oh, go again. Dean. Nathan. And we are out of here. Cool. cool. cool.